I want to chug my drinks yeah. and like. If I'm thirsty, yeah. yeah. I, hate. I can't remember liking it as a kid. It's like, these are Coke. Yeah. 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 My, my parents didn't even let me drink pop no. when I was a kid. Probably a good thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you yeah, a fuck ton of McDonald's, that. though. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell turned out, eh? I was making up right now. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Uh, let's kick this off. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to this week's episode of Brain Jiu Jitsu. Got the Brain Jiu Jitsu crew. We got all everyone sitting in incorrect spots. Now you guys are screwing with That's me. Enough, Arlen, Rico, Sean, myself, Ryan, Steve, James. Hope you guys had a great week and uh, just excited to be back here where every single uh, week we're here with you just grappling with our mind and trying to do our best to. Uh, Hashtag live our best lives, I guess, right? Just new year, new me coming up. So every single day or every single week, we're just here. Have a good conversation. We're just glad that uh, you're all here with us. So let's uh, kick this off a little bit differently this time, right? Instead of um, instead of a wine to sponsor, we're going beer. We got Blackstone Porter from Driftwood Brewery. This is good. The first time. Let me see. A little sippy sip. This can eat. Is that a buffalo? <laughs> You're dirty. You're dirty. That's the worst. That's it, Count. Hang on a second. When it's caught on camera, I thought we made the rule that it's double the punishment. Okay, I'll count some original 16 later on. I'm going to sit here and enjoy this. All right, this London style porter is distinguished by a bittersweet chocolate character derived from a, don't do that, derived from a select blend of caramel, black, and chocolate malts. Man, that's tasty. That is tasty. This is it very is tasty. tasty. I love this. That's really good. So, thank you to Blackstone for uh, doing your thing. Also, Aura Ring. This podcast is brought to you by Aura Ring, and uh, very, very excited that they're uh, that they're supporting us. And uh, every single week, what we do is oh, sorry, every day the Brain Jiu Jitsu crew. Every morning when we wake up, the first thing that we do is we look at our Aura Ring app. We see our data. We want to see our readiness score. We want to see our sleep score. We take a screen capture of it and we send it to the rest of the group. And why? Because what we're trying to do is we're trying to get in more sleep because we know how valuable sleep is to our health. So this little ring here with some nice little chips in here does everything from reading your, your heart rate variability, your, your heart rate, your REM sleep, your light sleep, your deep sleep. It's great. It's an activity tracker. It's got everything on it. So I would highly encourage you to go take a look at it. If you want to know more, go to AuraRing.com slash RRX. And when you do slash RRX, you get $50 off on uh, the sticker price. So definitely go out there, support Aura Ring, support your health, support your sleep, and support the show as well. And uh, as we always do, we gotta have a winner this week. We gotta have a loser. So, yeah, this guy pumping his fist over here. Rico won this week with four wins, four sleep victories. So this man is just sleeping more than we are. Just well rested over here. Hey, no, no kidding, man. He's a liquor man. This guy's fresh. Loose up in his jam jams here. <laughs> <laughs> he can't wait to just dust and go back to sleep. Hey? Terrible. So Rico came in first place. He won four days out of seven. He had the best sleep score. Arlen came up second place with two. James with one. Myself, zero. Nice for trying. But today I did a better number than the rest because this is a competition with you guys, but it's also a competition with ourselves. And I'm like, listen, if I can get into the 70s tomorrow, I'll be happy. So I woke up, sleep score of 71, rating score of 78, I believe, and I was happy with that. I'm like, that's an improvement. And then Sean, I mean... I'm setting new lows. <laughs> It's all good, it's all good. And Steve, we gotta get Steve on that tip, man. We gotta get you on the aura ring tip. Why should I get it? Tell me on that. <clears throat> do you value your health? Everyone's doing do you value it. your health? Yeah, do you, yeah. Want to do, it, do you value, do you value yeah. your, your physical health, mental yeah, health? Of course. Well, we all know the values of sleep. I mean, I could sit here and sell you on the value of sleep, but go you, listen to Rhonda Patrick. Go listen to. Go listen to Rhonda Patrick. Right now? Actually, yeah. So you, like, you protect your hours, you try and do everything you can to maximize the quality of your sleep? 
I you think could still bring awareness to like yeah. when you fuck around and things that you could mm -hmm. be doing. Because even like for myself, I know sometimes I would wake up being like, man, I feel good and I slept great. And if I know that I've done everything in my power to control it, great. But then there are times when I would wake up being like, I know I messed around, but I wake up still feeling like I felt great the night before I messed around. Now the ring, it's like I can't deny the effects that even though I feel good, I'm seeing the effect on my sleep. Like I don't get as much deep sleep or it was a restless night, even though I don't remember it. I wake up feeling like oh, I feel pretty good. That's like, okay, subjectively, it's uh, not affecting the way that I feel, but objectively, maybe it's taking its toll on my body and the ring has helped me to see that, right? So It's all about optimization, I find. Like, it's just, when you have more data, then it gives you an opportunity to just learn more. Otherwise, we're, what, what, what are we working from? Just our own guesses of how well we slept. Yeah. And so, um, as any technology, you know, we, you have to use it uh, appropriately and, and, and always just maybe <laughs> take, take each day with a grain of salt. So what I think Arlen does, or recommended really well, well, a while ago was just look at the data like over like the month sure. and we, like look at your trends and I think your trends are the most important you just kind of see like wow like I haven't been getting much sleep and for me that was a big thing where all of a sudden I stopped really looking at it and all of a sudden I see like I'm getting less and less sleep and less and less deep sleep I need to turn this around so what meditation before bed get rid of the phone before bed like half an hour beforehand like do more relaxation I can see my deep sleep increasing I'm like all right that's good but I wouldn't know that if I didn't have the technology. So it's really essentially about like, I'm trying to live my healthiest that I possibly can. I think the ring contributes to that. I, I, if anything, it's like Grace said, it brings awareness. Awareness, yeah. It just brings awareness because like, I thought I was the best sleeper of the bunch. And you realize like, oh shit, like I maybe slept one good day this week, mm -hmm. yeah. right? The one day I left my ring off, I would have had that day. <laughs> would have had it, but uh, yeah, no, but for real. All right. Like, so, like fresh, fr fresh, fresh week though. Fresh week. We we gotta put this guy to shame. Come on, Shannon. We gotta step our game. Yo, it's not a moment. Don't think. We we we're listen. We're the best sleepers here. Weird. That's right. As soon as we wake up, we'll just yeah. put the ring on our girl's finger, just the way this guy does, right? Brilliant. Brilliant. You know, Brilliant. he puts it on some some cadaver <laughs> with a fake heart <laughs> yeah, and, and just just leaves it on there for twelve hours. Like, I got twelve hours with the sleep man. I, I saw you ten hours ago. I never once got twelve hours. All right, so we got we. We got a fresh week now, so we're starting back at scratch. So tomorrow, boys, we got a brand new sleep. Let's put this yeah. man to shame. Let's not give yeah. him four wins this week. It's yeah. ridiculous. No, there's no I mean, I shouldn't even be coming in second with a newborn at home. Y'all are sad. That is like, sad. Come in second with bad. 70s. It's like, embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Yeah, James, what's your problem, bro? Come on. I don't know. I will get like seven and a half hours of opportunity and maybe seven hours of sleep, and I feel great. But I know that with I should do one more. Pardon me? With, the, with your newborn? Not as consistent it's inconsistent mm -hmm. so i could still sometimes get that if i'm really like adamant about making sure our older daughter is in bed before and then you know having having the new baby kind of wind down and then Elena staying up with him waking up in the middle of the night to feed and stuff so um but yeah it's not it's inconsistent it's erratic this Crazy. guy has no kids. He didn't know he should be leading. He should get a 10 point deduction because of that. That's, That's a good point, James. Yeah. I like yeah, the handicap, handicap score. Straight up. Brent, you're in the lead. Man, you <laughs> would be doing <laughs> not good. <laughs> oh, shit. Before handicap. <laughs> on. He was cheering the loudest. He was, yeah. Yeah. Handicap. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. I'm 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 I don't like this idea. It's a terrible idea. James, get out of here. <laughs> Skeleton off the kids tomorrow. No doubt. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, I want to hear about uh, how your week went. Highs and lows. Highs and lows. Who wants to go first? 
I had a great week. It's your uh, bottom man. I had a really good week. Uh, very positive. Uh, let's see. Um, very happy, like with my soccer, soccer uh, coaching all week. Like just awesome sessions. It was so much fun to be on the field um, every day. Kids were just excited to be there, and uh, I just, just, it's, it's like my highlight of the week to be on the field with the guys, Beauty. with the kids. Um, and then uh, it's funny actually. Just yesterday at the gym, this uh, guy came up to me and he said uh, that I coach his grandson. Oh no! Way. I've never met him before. I've never seen him, but um, he was just kind of like. Uh, giving me props and telling me that his grandson loves soccer because of me and stuff like that. So that was kind of cool. You know, cool. He, I, awesome. I don't feel like I need like any positive reinforcement or be told, you know, that I'm doing a good job because I, I feel like I am and whatever. Uh, but it's nice to hear that, you know. Mm-hmm. And then even yesterday I got another phone call from uh, a, young, a young guy that uh, I used to work with. And uh, just it was a really good phone call, told me that... Um, I've, I've impacted his life like tremendously and that he wishes that everyone <coughs> in his circle had someone like me to help him. That's cool. And uh, it was actually funny, I got two similar calls like that this week, so that was kind of cool. One on Sunday, one yesterday. Um, what else happened? For, for Lowe's, I guess uh, I was kind of a procrastinator this week. I didn't, uh, didn't get as much done as I wanted to. But I mean, overall, it's productive. I've been really struggling with my meditation practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. Like, I just—it's kind of like back to when I started, where I'm sitting there and I just can't turn my head off, hmm. and I can't really. But you I gotta keep going, though. Can't get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been trying. Like, there's a couple times. Try hard. Actually, my, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. I know. Uh, most times, I kind of just kind of shrugged it off and gave up. Today, I had a decent, decent meditation session for about 15 minutes. Um, we actually kind of did get into it at the end, awesome. uh, so that was nice. And hopefully, I mean, the next seven days are going to be much smoother and better. But uh, yeah, that's about all I got. I was actually listening to the last last week's episode of the podcast because uh, I came late. So Arlen was talking about how you're having less and less bad weeks because you're not sweating the small stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of kind of I was like, yeah, you know what? Maybe that is it because I'm also in the same boat where I'm having less and less bad weeks and bad moments. Yeah. So, true. Yeah. Well, that's cool. true. I mean, we we all know that we hit the bad stuff every day, right? Like I have like shitty stuff that happens to me all the time. Yeah. It's just I don't I don't I don't recognize it, yeah, right? It's and it's funny how it just becomes habit. I had uh, someone give me the finger yesterday on the road, and I just I couldn't help but laugh. <laughs> it was actually really funny. I was at a green light, and uh, the guy in front of me is like, eight. I never use my horn. I just don't care. Like mm-hmm. he, the guy's probably on his cell phone, and it was a good eight seconds. The light was green, so I just. I'm like, well, I, I have to honk at this point. Yeah. So I just, just, just a light little honk, and uh, and literally just finger went up, and he just kept driving, and just just held it up, and I was really, just, I just, yeah, oh wow. yeah, it's all wow. the next set of lights, and I was just like, that's I just couldn't help that, it. Man. I couldn't help it. He's, he's, he's having a hard day. Yeah, it didn't bother me. No, that's, that's hilarious. Good, a year ago, I would have been like, oh yeah, <laughs> just riding on his ass. Oh, of course yeah. you would. How about you boys? Highs and lows. I'll go. Uh, lows been. Work, work has been a real challenge for me this week. Um, I'm dealing with so many other people, management, other departments on a big project that we're working on. Uh, myself and one other person who are trying to rebuild a course that we're teaching essentially. Um, and there's, it's so, the process is so inefficient when other people get involved that it's driving me up the wall. Like there's bottlenecks, there's just, we're hitting roadblocks at every turn. They want us to do things that really don't make sense or add any value to the course that we're building. 
um, for any other reason than just ticking boxes and you know management saying that they were involved and did something where it's like it's just it's drives me nuts I don't like going to work and feeling like I'm waiting around when I could be productive somewhere else mm -hmm. and that's a real struggle for me this week and it's hard for me to stay positive and sometimes the other guy comes in and he's really negative and whatever and we just kind of or vice versa I come in and he'll be like it's not that bad and we'll joke and we use levity to diffuse the situation but I think this week there's been a couple times when it like where our negative moods kind of lined up where we're just like what what am I doing here I'm, I'm wasting my time if this is how this is gonna go and blah 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 and uh, yeah that really really has been challenging for me this week so um, I don't know I've just been trying to take a step back and you know what everyone has their reasons if I were in their position I might be doing exactly as they they think they're adding value I might be doing as, as they're doing and for the most part I'm just not taking it personally now and I'm gonna mm -hmm. do it we're gonna do it our way at this time because at this point because there's deadlines that we're facing and it just needs to be done so we're like we're gonna deliver and it's easier to kind of we're taking that it's easier to ask forgiveness approach than than permission so. <laughs> are you able to leave that stress at home or are you bringing that stress home I, am i able to leave it at work yeah oh yeah uh one or two days i i think i kind of brought it home because elena was like so how's work and just the way that she asked made me realize like she can sense something from me yeah. when i come home right and i'm just like i don't want to talk about it it was that approach where i'm like I don't want to bring it home, number one. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to feed into that. But her thing was like, that's not very healthy. We need to talk. And I'm like, no, we don't. It's just the fact that you care and you want me yeah. to feel better. I'm like, I already feel better. I don't need to rehash it. It's fine. Yeah. Tell me about your day. Suppress no. that shit way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, bottle it up. Yeah. <laughs> Take it out of the gym. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Take it out of the appropriate spot. Yeah. So that's my little point. Uh, high for the week, though. Complete opposite usually so with my mom I find I know I've talked to you about this before sometimes like she's retired now she's a bit more time but I find sometimes she fills her time with just negative stories like did you hear that this person died or did you hear that news story about the truck full of pigs tipping over on the perimeter and I'm like mom I don't like what what good things happen in your day and I think she gets the vibe from me that I get annoyed when she tells me this stuff sometimes so Gen generally my first reaction is to just kind of shut down and be like I don't want to hear it and kind of go the other way like I, just tell me something positive or don't tell me at all. This time I was like, I took a very compassionate approach and I had about a half hour conversation with her on the phone about how her furnace broke and she felt like she couldn't get an honest estimate from people because they were looking at her like she was an older woman and trying to take advantage of her. Mm. So she got the part replaced. She feels like she spent too much money. She's like gonna ask my cousin who knows about these kind of things, like what the part's worth. And I was like, yeah, but what is that? Why, mom? Like the money is spent. What are you going to do with that information, right? And she's like, well, I just won't go back to that Stupid. person. Right. And I'm like, but if you leave that interaction feeling like that person might have taken advantage of you or you feel any kind of negativity, just don't go back to them. Like just take control of that situation right now. Don't stew over it. There's no, there's no point in proving to yourself that you were taken advantage of. Take control of your own mind state right now and just decide, I'm not going to go back to them. Let's move forward, right? Like you're not going to get that vibe from everyone who comes to try to repair your furnace. Not everyone's trying to take advantage of you. If you get that impression, go on to the next person. So then the moral of this story is this is the first time that I took a very like compassionate approach is all I can say. And I feel like I really got through to her because she was asking me like, well, 
wouldn't you want to know? And I'm like, no, mom, I wouldn't. And it goes back to the thing we were talking about over lunch today. When people book flights, sometimes they're keeping an eye on the price after to see if the price dropped and did I overpay and all that kind of stuff. No good can come from that. At best, you're going to be neutral. At worst, you're going to feel like shit because you overpay or someone took advantage of you or there's something out of your power that you can't change now. So, like, why go down that path? Well, Rico has those, like, uh, after booking coupons that you can yeah. use, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those coupons. Like, that's why you're checking the price after. We have only, all the time. Only right? books are carriers that guarantee the lowest price. That, that's right. I know. I learned that from him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke here because this guy hates coupons. He hates discounts. He will always pay more. If he could pay double, he would. <laughs> that's funny. But no, I think the moral of the story is next time buy your mom a, a new furnace. Yeah, new furnace, man. Just buy it. She's, she's retired on a budget. There you go. Mom's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. been your low point. You're a shitty son. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. That's um, right. No, but it was good because I had like it was uh, a real heart to heart with her. I connected good. with my mom on a different level. Um, I think that. I got through to her in the sense that she was like, maybe I don't have to go about it this way. And nice. the weird part is like. That's probably exactly what she needed every time that she comes to me with it. It's just like real connection, someone to hear her out and just approach with that. I wasn't necessarily trying to fix it, but just approach with that open, okay, let's talk about it and work through it, right? And uh, yeah, I, I really appreciated coming. Yeah, you asked her some good questions, I guess. Right? Yeah, she was, that's right. Yeah, I think she was just like, yeah, maybe. And I, and I hope, I think that she's reconsidering this whole, like, I need to figure out if I was taking advantage of approach. So yeah. cool. Love it, man. That good is point. my point. Love yeah. that. Great story. But next time, buy it. Yeah. <laughs> How about you boys? You three. Highs, lows. Uh, my lows are somewhat similar to uh, Rico's in, in the sense that I've been meditating the longest I've ever meditated for. Uh, but lately, I've just been falling asleep. Like maybe I'm not getting enough rest. And uh, it's been about it, I think 20 minutes, and like I literally get to the point sometimes I don't even hear the the uh, bell, and all of a sudden I look, and it's like 35 minutes goes by and I'm just like holy shit mm. and then I do like a little yoga not I guess yoga mobility flow in the morning and I literally like fell asleep in like a position for like super long <laughs> so what? that's the time from well. meditating yeah. and then sleep that it was like a full hour are you meditating for wow. morning? Are you in the morning first morning yeah first in the morning do you so I sometimes feel like that too but do you actually are you laying down when you meditate no, sitting up. Are you actually falling asleep or are you just not conscious of the time that passed and then you come to and it's it, like... It could be both. Yeah. It, it actually could be both, but I know that there are days when I actually fully fall asleep. Gotcha. There are other days where it's hard for me to be present lately. Hmm. It's been like... Interesting. Just, yeah. Me too, right? A little yeah, too much, but yeah, it's not so... so I literally wrote it down right after you said that, but... Yeah, it's been like that for the last few weeks, actually. No doubt. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. And yeah, in terms of highs, like I, I have a few. Uh, Kevin Matungi joined my uh, training camp. Did he actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't honestly talked to him in like. Let's see the guy. I haven't yeah. talked to him in like a while. That's cool. Like over a year. And he's been like. How's he doing? He's doing great. Yeah. He's. Uh, you know, you have certain friends where like it doesn't matter how long. How much time has passed? How much time has passed? It's the exact same. It's like exact where you left off. He's that kind of dude. He's yeah, a very and, easy guy to talk to. And, and yeah. he's literally been my longest friend. That's cool. Since That's awesome. Three. Wow. That's cool. So him and Dion, but I've been closer with Kevin like consistently. Yeah. So shouts out to Kevin. Yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, yeah. So grateful. I'm so grateful to have uh, connected with him, man. Think about that guy puts a smile on my face. Oh man, he's so funny. He yeah. actually mentioned you too because he listened to the last uh, episode. He's like, man, it's 
crazy hearing everybody. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's so cool, cool, man. That's I love cool. it. I love that's it. That's like one of the best compliments I've ever heard. Thinking about that guy puts a smile on my face. I hope someone somewhere at some time says that about me. Let's go. I know. I doubt for the wrong reasons. Souls. Oh, we all got him. We all got him. I'll get there. that guy makes me just love. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even care if it's coming from a shitty person. <laughs> Anyone. That's so funny. I have a couple other ones. I, I uh, uh, my client Jack, I've had for probably like four years, and when I first met him, uh, he was like 17, 18. And he had just gotten off of rehab. He went to rehab for three months in the States. And it was like for cocaine. And he was there for three, four months. Damn. And uh, to see his growth to where he is now, it's been like crazy. And like as soon as like I, I got connected with him and we started training and just trying to help him and with through my experiences and stuff. and. He would always talk to me about his parent, like to his parents, and his parents would call me and they're like, "Yeah, Jack literally looks up to you like a little while." And so literally, I've been with him since. And it's awesome. Man. Today he's That's like, cool. "Hey, man, I just want to honestly thank you, man, because like I don't know where I'd be without you, man." It's gotta make you feel like, so good, man. I'm like, "Thanks, man," and I'm like so proud of him. And he's had so many injuries, and now we're fucking crushing it. Love it, man. And uh, yeah, like that made me feel like, I'm like, fuck yeah, like I feel like I am. You should. I was Maybe just gonna say, take Matt. You know, who, like who in the beginning, I'm like, who am I to help this kid mentally? Who, who the fuck am I? I'm just gonna train him. And mm-hmm. then, but it was like, no, like I'm gonna fucking try to help him in every possible way that I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's dope. And, uh, and it shows, man. It's 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 fucking cool, man. So one thing I was gonna say, like last so episode, cool. Arlen's talking about like collecting the W's, right? Ways to build confidence. Yo, I hope you took a second to just be mindful and be like, and appreciate the work that you did, right? And say, as, as an entrepreneur, as somebody who's in business, you second guess yourself all the time, like, am I this good? And you get a little imposter syndrome. Man, take that as a massive W. Thanks, man. Yeah. Massive W. That's huge. Congratulations, mm-hmm. man. Well done. And then in terms of procrastination, I've procrastinated for a while, so I was like, okay, wrote out why I was procrastinating. And I, and I came up with hard rules that I fucking put on a bulletin board in the kitchen. So I'm gonna read it to you. All right. Nice. So the first one is um, no masturbating before any of my tasks are done. (laughs) So I I, I figured I'd say this today because I know. Grace is stone faced. I know. I know that this is is affecting a lot of dudes out there. It is actually. Let's be fucking brutally honest here. Especially in this day and age when you have like. You know what's crazy? The jokes that happen because of TikTok. That's a terrible app. TikTok, like IG girls, all this stuff. But TikTok's just literally just like constant stream of just girls and girls. It's, it's all these new, 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 new social media things. But you're right. So all these times, yeah. Snapchat was the same thing when it came out. IG. And so, yo, man, yeah, like, like, like we laugh, we laugh. What's that newer one that it's like, uh, it seems like it's Asian based. TikTok. It? No, 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 the other one. There's another one. Yeah. You, did you, mm. there's another one. Yeah. Find out and let me yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's, I, I think like, cause I I had not masturbated for a few months and I felt way better. No doubt. But it was more so like just recently and like, I do it to like procrastinate. You know what I mean? And it's like a quick instant gratification, but it doesn't help anything. No. It's just waste time. Just make you tired. Yeah. Just make you tired. <laughs> So yeah, I figured I was like, okay, I like <laughs> this guy's like, hope something. 
And then, and then number two was focus on less per day because I've just been trying to do too much. Part of it is I get so overwhelmed with trying to run a fucking mm-hmm. business. I don't know what I'm, I feel like I don't know what I'm doing yeah, all the time. Huge. So I'm like, that's huge. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, I have huge. willpower to be like, no, like mm-hmm. I'm gonna get my shit done. Mm-hmm. You know. And then number three is just get back to reading every single day. Find that what I'm learning every day, it's making things a lot better in terms of just mental growth. Uh, and then how can I serve my clients and others more? And so how can I be better for my current clients? And so I was like, I'm gonna be so involved with everything that's going on. And I just was like, let me implement some things today. Just like talking with them a little bit more. And they're just like, thank you. Like, thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, like even just a little bit more. That's dope. And, uh, and then my last one, our two other ones were spend quality time with loved ones. So thinking about how I'm planning my week and then just making sure that I'm inputting like time with my girlfriend. Beautiful. The first thing is train, 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 train. And then right, what I'm training. And then it's like, put, put in my clients, but what am I actually putting in her? Good, good ideas, man. There's a sex joke there. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a sex joke there. I love it. Honestly, right. having these rules to live no, by, you know, keep you focused. Right, test it, it out for a bit. The, you know what's the funny thing? The one thing I love about you, brother, is that you are always so fucking honest, and I love yeah, that. Like, like you're always so like the fact that yeah. you put masturbation first is 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 so personal. And you, you are or, just or so not, not putting it first anymore. No, not putting it last. But honestly, man, like, like props to you, man. Like, yeah, yeah. it's Real so fun. true. It's yeah, so true, yeah. and and, it, and and that's one of those taboo things that no one really likes to talk about. But you know what, though, like for 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 dudes, man, like that could be a, a dangerous thing, man. It could be a dangerous thing. There's actually a comedian out there who's got his own podcast, uh, Theo Vaughn, and uh, he he same thing. He talks about it and he calls it like the dark arts, right? He's like, I haven't watched the dark arts in like two years, and he goes because I just literally sit there and masturbate and sit there and just go. And so uh, the guy he was on the podcast with, he's like, well, how many times a day would you do? He's like. I don't know, man. Maybe like 30, 40 times. Come on, man. You become an ad because he goes, goes sometime. Like this is so gross. Like I'm sorry if anyone's listening. This time out real quick. Like you might want to fast forward the next 30 seconds. He goes, sometimes I just be sitting there because I'm not doing anything, got no goals, and I'm literally just like playing with myself and just like tugging. And I was like, wow, like that's crazy. He goes, but you don't know. He goes, it started slow, and then all of a sudden something happened in my life where I wasn't busy anymore, and I was sitting at home, and I said, what do I do? I got nothing to do. So I watched porn. Why? Because it's instant gratification. I'm like, that is so dangerous. So you know what though, man? Like that's crazy. It's it's it is a challenge for a lot of guys. So I love that you brought that up, man. It's very honest of you. Thanks for doing that, man. Seriously. It's beautiful. Love those rules too, man. That's really cool. Do you guys have that for yourself? What's that? Specific rules of things you do and don't do? I you know what? Sometimes if I'm being if I'm procrastinating, my rule will be work first, play later. Yeah. That's the biggest one that I'll implement. When I find that I'm not getting enough done, and I actually <clears throat> tried to mentally do that this week. Sure. Work first, play after. Work first, play after. And that's that's the biggest one for me. Mm. That's great. I like that. It's a simple rule. Mm-hmm. Very simple rule. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. It's I funny. We, we were sitting in the kitchen, and my girlfriend looks at it, and she's like, you jack off a lot. <laughs> <laughs> nah, baby. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> and she's like, do you really? We have guests coming. Do you really have to put that? I'm like, I'll put it away. I love it. That's cool, though, man. It's to spend more time with you. Yeah. <laughs> Why that last? We really small minded. Come here, come here. What do you got, James? Yeah. I said, um, or I should say, lows. I don't know if I really even have any lows, and I know, like, just my <clears> lifetime. 
But I know, but my life's kind of boring in that sense. Like, I don't do anything that really creates a low. Mm. That's a good point, right? <laughs> there. That's a low right there. But it's but boring ass. We'll, 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 talk, about that. we'll talk about that, though. We'll get yeah. into that. <laughs> the whole thing is, I just think you don't. Again, you don't market, you know. That's exactly. I maybe I don't like exactly like yeah. bookmark it. Yeah. Like I'm sure I can think of that if during the week if I got upset or something got me flustered. But then again, like I'm over it in yeah. five or ten I, minutes. I've got a so, good topic for us to talk about based yeah. on that point. Oh, okay. Um, maybe the low would be Melissa and I. So my wife and I, we got into necessarily in a, in a disagreement. We just just had to dis- discuss something that was. Not as fun. Fun as it, yeah, mm-hmm. it would be. But again, it's not like it was this argument kind of thing. It was just discussed and kind of thing. And it's kind of one the other person looks at the other and says like, oh, it's not whatever kind of thing. It is mm-hmm. something kind of thing. But then it's literally dealt with in twenty minutes and mm-hmm. it's kind of over. So tough discussions to have. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, just real life kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, so maybe that was the low, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Highs, again, nothing super high that's kind of um, mm. pops out, so to speak. Again, <laughs> I feel like my, my life's pretty mundane. Mm. <laughs> nothing too exciting happens. It's fair though, man. Sometimes weeks are like that. Yeah. Right. Well, I'll make mine quick. <clears throat> um, I racked up a bunch of W's in productivity to, uh, during this week. I have fucking the loudfactory.ca is great. Um, sold just everything I touched was a selling, selling this, selling that, selling, selling everything. And uh, like productivity-wise, I just felt that everything was just like on point. I was making moves in like every little aspect of Beautiful, of where I was trying to do the menu man idea that I told you guys about. That's moving forward now in another way. Um, yeah, just like little little wins, Progress. little yeah. wins, yeah. right? Love it. And then uh, my down, <clears throat> I was kind of like James. I kind of feel like we never really do have downs. But I, I will say the one thing that I thought about this week was the fact that it's kind of funny, like when you balance your time and you're being productive, it feels like it's taken away from other points in your life and namely like my kids. I felt like I didn't play with them or spend as much time with them as I would have liked to because I was doing all that other stuff. And so that kind of makes me feel bad every time I reflect and I think about like, oh, and then like, Part of the reason why I was late today was actually Isabella was just like, you know what, Dad, I really thought you were gonna play with me today, and I was just like, and I was just like, cute. "Ah." (laughs) I'm gonna be late. Surprised you showed up at all? Oh well, (laughs) I was like, ah, well, you know what? I mean, I was gonna come early. Do I really need to come that early? Okay, Dad's gonna play with you for like 20 minutes. Totally. You know what I mean? So. So yeah, Amen. so I, I Good just, decision. I Great mean, decision. you know what, they're, they're literally the most important things in my life, so I mean like when you hear something like that, You'll and, prioritize. and it's whatever, it's like, well, you know what, I probably should just come yeah. and play Barbies or That makes me feel good. That I would suggest two things that. to you though, though. <clears throat> maybe when you say when you balance your life, you feel like you're not spending as much kids, maybe that's the sign that your life isn't as balanced as you would like it. Maybe you should be dedicating more time to them, less to work. Well, absolutely. I Con- feel that conversely, yeah. I also think it's good for our kids to see us do the things that we're doing yeah. and have yeah. ambition and compartmentalize our time and say, yeah. no, I, I, can't, I can't do this. I can't 
If Isabella, you don't agree with that, I, you I can agree with if that. If Isabella had it her way, she'd be playing with you all the time. You would have nothing but playtime for Isabella. I, I spend time to explain it to her when she yeah. asks me to play and I tell her that I can't. Right, yeah. I always spend the time to tell her that, listen, you know what? The reason that why we have a house and food to eat and toys to even play That's with right. to begin with is the fact that dad actually has to spend time working and doing the things that that I don't necessarily want to do, but I have to do so that we can all live the life that we live. And if I just spent all day playing with you, it wouldn't be long before that we wouldn't be able to play at all. I heard, so. I heard a really cool quote for the parents, well, just for anyone really, but uh, they said we shouldn't worry so much that our kids don't listen to what we say, but we should worry more that they see everything that, they, that we do. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, we lead, we lead more by example than yeah. you know, yeah. whatever we're telling them doesn't goes in one ear and out the other. But what, what we do, they see every day. So yeah. when you're compartmentalizing and trying to be great at something, like I want my kid to see me do that, to see me have discipline, to see right. that there are times when I'm not going to be just. It's not. It's not all fun and games, right? So, right. But good on you, Sean, that you actually because there's internalize many totally. many parents that would have just like they, yeah. that they never play. I'm too tired, or I'm doing totally. something else, or I'm busy, and busy is what doing nothing, you know, yeah. watching TV. Yeah. Because I know for myself, and you and I have had this conversation just about our kids actually are such a short part of our lives, like where they're going to be this attentive to us. Right. You know what I mean? Like once they get to be 15, 16, or even less than that, mm-hmm. right? They're going to uh, we don't want to hang out with dad or mom. You know what yeah. I mean? Forget yeah. it. So yeah. that the fact that you're conscious of it or cognizant of it right now. To say that, yeah, you don't spend the twenty minutes because, you know, in ten years she's not going to want to play with you. Yeah. So don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Isabel, if you're watching this ten years from now, you better still want to play with dad. <laughs> not going to see this guy on Jimmy Kimmel, eh? Hey? Yeah, no doubt, eh? Hey? No Fuck doubt. Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> Fuck that guy. That's funny, man. All right, I'm super excited for mine. So uh, my low, uh, whatever, my low is, is is a constant productivity thing. It's me battling with my time and knowing I'm not getting enough done, but I constantly, I'm trying to remind myself just to be patient, to be patient, to be patient, because I realize that I'm having a really tough time managing all the things on my plate. So I, I literally am taking a step back right now, kind of just to sit down and sharpen my saw before I go back to cutting. And um, I'm looking at everything I have, and I'm like, I need a better system for managing this. I need a better system. So. Literally trying to come up with a formula to figure out what the best way is for me to focus on getting everything done so that I keep all the plates in the air and then figure out like, hey, what do I need to delegate? What do I actually need to drop off? What's not important? And figure out what I need things to cut. So, you know, when I'm feeling that level of uncomfortableness all the time, I literally have to kind of put things into the urgent and important matrix. You guys know the matrix, right? And actually delegate stuff. And honestly, man, this week I delegated three things and fuck, it felt good felt good, man. Just to kind of like get stuff off my plate and not be responsible for it and be like, man, that, that felt damn I you, good. I feel you on that, man. Accounting was the big one. <clears throat> I'm trying to do everything myself. I'm like, I, I can't. This is too painful. Just give it to the accountant. The accountant worry about it. I'm like, oh, thank God. But literally, that's 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 my low. Is just, and it, it does get me down, too, because it's constant dissatisfaction with, with progress I'm making. And it actually does legitimately get me down. And, and it, it makes me angry and dissatisfied with myself. So... <clears throat> It's, you know, I am a human, I'm a work in progress, and just a part of it. My high, super, super excited about this. So, um, we all joked about this last year when I was teaching marketing at the U of M, right? Um, it was, they wanted me to teach in person, I'm gonna teach online kind of thing. So, um, they contact me, the university contacts me again, they said, hey, we're looking over your reviews. You got like really, really good instructor reviews. I said, oh, that's great. 
they're like, we, we want you to come back and teach organizational behavior. And then I said, well, I'm not sure. They're like, well, it's all about psychology. It's all about motivation, inspiration, communication, trying to find the best words to motivate people, how to like read people's self-awareness. And I'm like, it's very interesting. But then she caught me, she goes, I want you to inject everything you talk about with resilience into the program itself. I'm like, now I'm interested. So she goes, you got two slots, Tuesday, Thursday morning. You know, it's, it's yours if you want. I'm like, I'll take it. It's great, right? I can record myself, good content, connecting with students. That's even more exciting to me. Then I can talk about like organizational behavior, resilience, which is all in my, like, my, my, my line of work. That's not what gets me excited. What gets me excited is the next piece. So calls me back three days later and says, uh, now that uh, you, know, you agree to this, I really, really like the idea of you teaching the entire stream of organizational behavior and resilience. She goes, so if you want, this whole stream is yours. And I'm like, is it all in class? Because it all has to be in class. So I'm going to be like teaching. It is pretty much. So I'm going to be teaching at the U of M from like Monday to Friday, doing my CY Sorry stuff, still doing my shows in January. Cool. Beginning of January. Nice. Yeah. So I got, I'm right. teaching one class Monday, Wednesday, Friday, three classes Tuesday and Thursday. It's going to be awesome, man. Some of these class sizes are so big, too. Crazy. So, man, I'm going to so be excited. in there. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. you should come in, man. I'm what, so yo, one day we'll crash one of those classes and you just ask the man. most absurd questions. Yeah, absolutely. You know what the thing, the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm so excited Congrats, about this. Man. That's yeah, that's that's cool. yeah, man, I'm super excited about it because just, I, I went to the university because I, I had to go to the university for another reason uh, this week, and I went there. I was walking through. I just, uh, I'm gonna share the story with you guys where I, I, I always had this thing about getting up in front of people, like as you know, like getting up and talking, and, but it, being an instructor, being a professor, things of that nature. And I remember, this was maybe like 10 years ago, and I was walking through Red River, and I said, man, this would be cool if I could just come here and like connect and teach with these kids. And as I walked through the U of M, I could literally feel like my energy levels rising, just everyone in there learning, and so much youth, so much energy, so much enthusiasm. I could feel my energy levels pick up, and all of a sudden that memory was like a synapse went in my brain. I was like, you said you wanted to be here 10 years later and here you are 10 years later and now you're teaching the entire OB stream that's with awesome. your own resilience practice inside of this. Like to have a professional institution actually do that, that is huge for me and for like my mission of pushing resilience out there, man. Super excited that's about awesome. that, man. That's that's awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. Thanks, brother. Appreciate yeah, it, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, so I'm super excited. Start up, start up in January. So uh, you guys are going to see me for four months, but I uh, hope you guys cheer me on. Just Absolutely. kidding. Just <laughs> no, this is why my time is. Tweet Jack and some elbow patches. Yo, man. man. Yeah. I was just going to say some elbow patches. going to be like Ross from Friends. Start talking to British accent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys come in. Why are you talking to British accent? <laughs> I started accent. I just came out and I got to run with it now. All semester. Terrible. But no, man, that's. Uh, that that's definitely my high. It's gonna, that that has been keeping me high for like quite a long time. That's now. great. That's yeah. great. How long is your contract? It's gonna be for the the full winter full, session. Full yeah, session. yeah, full winter sessions. They're probably gonna invite me back afterwards because I know the students are gonna love it, man. They're yeah. gonna fucking love it. So I, I have good good plans. Yeah, for I want to check out the class. Yeah, you yeah, definitely we'll should, man. I'll invite you guys in. I'll tell you where it is. If you guys want to come in, come to the afternoon ones. Yeah, be a lot of fun. That would be fun. It would be. That's cool. crash campus. They saw that bar. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. We'll head up there afterwards for some drinks. This guy's gonna skip a class. He's invited. All right. So oh, the topic today I want to discuss with you guys. So it kind of plays to James's piece. Plays a little bit to my piece. In Create Your Eight, module number two, it's all about goal setting. Right? Goal setting to help you achieve self-actualization, become the best version of yourself, or goals which help you address some of the gaps you have in life, some of the, the shortcomings, and I want to improve on these, or I want to move my life in a certain direction. When I ask people the very first time we go over the module, go over it quarterly, and we set 90-day goals, 
people are very, very bad at setting goals for ourselves. We're very bad. And I would say that out of the best, they're not even that good at it. And that we have to actually practice to get good at goal setting. Because we all, like, like what, do you, what have you guys heard, which are some big takeaways in terms of how to set goals? Like, what have you guys heard? You guys have all heard something. Lay it on me. Like in regards to just setting a goal for yourself? Or like best practices when it comes to goals. Make them like smart goals. Specific, measurable, achievable. Yeah, that's the biggest one. Yeah, right measurable and very specific. You know what I actually did? In the, write them down. In the module, I added two more letters to that. ER, smarter goals. E, exciting. Make sure it's exciting. We set goals that don't get us excited because of that we don't generate enough pleasure towards it. We associate too much pain to it. So if it doesn't really get you excited, and you might be like, well, getting out of debt is one of my goals. Well, man, it should be fucking exciting. Find, find the pleasure let's make it exciting. And the last one is ours reviewable. Make sure that they are reviewable. So is this still a goal? Are you still working towards this? Do you want this even? Now that you've moved halfway through it, why are you quitting it? Like I always say that it's not about achieving the goal. It's about who you become on the journey to achieving the goal. Because you might be halfway through. So one of my guys is like, I want to become a podcaster. Like I want to get into podcasting, yada yada. And um, he started he halfway through. He goes, I got into it and you know what? This is just not for me. Great. Cut it. Like why do you got to wait the full 90 days? Stop at 45. So make sure your goals are reviewable in my opinion. That's that's a big thing. Don't don't stick it through. If you've learned everything you need to learn, it's okay to, to drop out. Right? But we have this thing with quitting. But you got to know when to quit too. What are the best practices when it comes to goals? Just curious what you guys have heard. Mm. Write them down is a good one. Mm. Write them down? Mm-hmm. What else? Break them down. Break them down, how so? Make them simple. Mm-hmm. Follow his smarter philosophy, right? I think yeah. just thinking about, like, the first thing when you wake up, just thinking about what you want to accomplish and maybe setting even just a daily goal mm-hmm. for yourself. That's personally what I do. Cool. Just. I think I know what you're saying, though, in this Having some introspection about it. Just a plan, right? <clears throat> okay, I want to become a podcaster. I want to become XYZ. How are you planning to get there? As opposed to just, you know, kind of loosely hanging. And just like a, you know, I've heard the analogy before that if you make, if you, let's say, you're going to go on a, a road trip to, let's say, we're up in, obviously, Canada. If you were to drive down to, let's say, Mexico, right? If most people... Right, a better idea is to plan the trip. Where are you gonna go? How far are you gonna drive? Where are you gonna stay? What are you gonna see? Right? It's more pleasurable because you know what you're expecting and you know what, what you should be doing at this point, where you should be at this time, etc. So mm-hmm. I've heard that that's kind of a, a good way mm-hmm. to uh, to kind of gauge where your progress is at. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I asked that question is because I want to challenge all of you boys, and you guys come at me hard as you want, but I'm gonna argue that maybe we're not as good as setting goals, because when I first started getting into goal setting goals, we all know we're supposed to have goals. Everybody talks about it. Yeah, 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 goal, goal, goals. How many of us are actually doing some of the best practices we say? Are you writing down your goals? Are you reminding yourself of them every morning when you wake up? Are you reminding yourself of them every night when you go to bed? Are they smart goals? Do you know even what your goals are? So for a whole bunch of guys here who are like, yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm, we're all moderately successful. We're happy with, with where we are. Maybe we are successful. Call whatever you want. I'm not going to speak for you. But I would argue that we could be doing better in our lives, moving up that ladder, finding greater happiness perhaps for ourselves if we set some goals to strive in a certain direction. But are we staying too comfortable? So for example, James, Sean, like, well, James, especially you're like, yeah, I have kind of a mundane life. Like, you know, I'm kind of like in that mid zone. I don't have any lows, no highs. Well, why not? Like, unless you're comfortable there, but I would argue that the comfort zone is a result of us just becoming like, okay, like this is just my life and I'm happy with the results I've achieved and uh, I'm gonna sit back and enjoy the fruits of my labor. Or you can set goals for yourself that force you to always strive. 
So I'm super curious, like what goals do you guys have that you're working towards, if any, and how are you holding yourself accountable? What are you striving for and why? What am I striving for, sure. specifically? Sure. One of them is a certain number of, uh, of, of clients, certain number of downloads, certain why? because I know that it's going to help me move forward in life with regards to other things that I want to achieve. Certain things I want to buy, certain things I want to, to, to accomplish for myself, like career goals, what do I want to do? Um, and so that's why those are goals, because it's going to help me become a better version of myself. That's what I'm asking, I guess. Like, What's the overarching beacon that you are navigating towards that these goals are helping you get closer to? Mm -hmm. Like what's my, what's my vision or my purpose essentially is what I kind of work with. I always start off with my purpose. So what is my purpose? What, like we have to have multiple purposes, but it's a tough question to ask. And we've talked about this briefly before, remember? We debated which comes first, goals or purpose. I think they work interchangeably. My purpose, man, is honestly like when I wake up in the morning, it's super corny, but when I wake up in the morning and I stand up, the first thing I literally do is like, I'm on this planet to make this a more resilient place. Like that's what I'm here to do. So whether it's through a conversation, through a podcast, through an article I write, I'm trying to affect one person every single day to help them become more resilient. That is my purpose. So my goals stem from that one purpose. That's just one purpose. So my goals related to that purpose are this, the podcast, the show, doing the, the U of M thing, uh, the articles that I write, the work that I do, the create your eight, creating that program. All those goals filter up to the purpose that I have. You guys, you guys have kids. Your kids are your purpose, right? So be like, be raising my children in whatever words or however you value to raise my child to be the best example of a human being that you could possibly be. Man, that's gonna have some goals around it, right? Like what? What would be a smart goal to set for raising your kid to be the best human being that they can be? Scheduling playtime, scheduling time for your child, right? You're so busy, schedule some time for your kid. Do you actually block off time? Are you actually purposeful in, in, in um, giving lessons? So some of these things are soft. So for example, if your purpose is to raise your child to be the best version of the human being they could be, knowing that's your purpose and wake you up in the morning. For example, let's just say Sierra grabs her plate and she leaves it on the table. And you just maybe on autopilot, you take it, you put it in the dishwasher, whatever, or because of your purpose, is that now a learning opportunity to sit down with her and be a little bit more mindful and go need, 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 need a face with her, right? Like kind of like face to face on your knee and talk to her be like, Sierra, the reason we don't do this is because of that. Do you know why? Do you know why we do that? Yada, yada, yada. And as she grows up, hopefully that maintains the same kind of tone or the same kind of um, uh, direction or what have you. But if that's your purpose, maybe it's going to force you to become more mindful. Maybe it's going to force you to focus a little bit more on something. It doesn't necessarily have to be a smarter goal, such as like, I'm going to talk to her that's 20 minutes, three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Like, no, 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 no. That's you know? important. No. So the purpose is important. The vision is important. But that's the overarching objective. That's what I internalize. That becomes who I am. I don't have specific goals for my kid. So when that moment arises, that's the furthest thing from my mind is like, this is a teaching opportunity, I'm trying to raise whatever. It's just like, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm embodying. My purpose guides who I am and who I want to become. And hopefully I just exude that in my lessons and the quality time that I spend with her. Mm -hmm. But I specifically try not to think about quality time and all that kind of stuff because it's like, I just want to be the person who, who, who shows his daughter that she's important to him. Mm -hmm. I feel that she's important to me. So my goal is to just show that, just to be that, exist as that. Do you Not think you can do better Everything, I can always do better. I will always feel like I can do better and I'm always going to try to do better. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I feel that too. So I just think that not everything that matters can be measured and not everything that can be measured matters. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? In those 
mm-hmm. particular aspects. Completely. Those are such a big part of my life right now. Those ones, in, those, ones in, those ones in particular, like where it's all, what, what do you want to call them? It's tough to put a, like a number to that. We've talked about this yes. before, right? I think we were at Segovia or something. We were chatting about this. We had this conversation. And that is something that's very hard to put something to. So that's why I always use like purpose as your true north to say, don't forget, this is why you do it, right? So some, like all my clients who have kids, kids are in their purpose, right? So purpose is module number one. So you figure out what your purpose is. And I would say multiple kids are there. And one of the things that's super cool is the fact that they remember their purpose. And I remind them every session, I say, what's your purpose? What's your purpose? And they remind themselves of this. So the whole example there where I said, you know, now people are a little bit more mindful. They're a little bit more mindful. They actually will take the time or before they would literally grab the plate. It's a real story. One of my clients told me that, or now it's a learning opportunity, right? Um, for example, um, they were taking one of another person was taking a jog. They were jogging in the park here. This is maybe about a month ago and uh, saw a man talking rudely to a woman, very, very rudely. And, uh, they didn't know each other, but he was being a jerk. So she, she stopped and because of her purpose, she was like, I need to teach my daughter who's nine that it's unacceptable for people to talk to each other like that. And she was very calm. She goes, what's, what's the matter here? And he started yelling, she goes, sir, that's not really anything, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Kind of navigated it, calmed people mm-hmm. down and it was just kind of left it. And so she took a minute to teach her to say, we always have to treat each other with respect. The way that man treated her, and she says, the reason why I remember this, to, to tell that story was because you remind me of my purpose. And so it literally before I would just like jog by, but now she's like, that's a learning opportunity for my daughter and I'm gonna use it. It was just a little seed that was planted in her mind that forced her to become a good person. Now, is it a goal that we measure? Not at all, it's not a goal we measure, but it's somebody that who is very important to her and who she becomes. But I would say that you need more purpose when it comes to something like that than you do like a specific goal perhaps. But maybe you do need a goal. Maybe for example, if you're so busy and you have no time, maybe you do have to set a goal to start moving you on that direction to becoming the best father, best mother you could be. I think those, those people need to reevaluate their purpose. That's what I'm saying is like, you don't need goal, like goals can't make someone a better father. Reevaluating your purpose in life can. Goals can't make you a better father. I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm with you. I'm with it's you. Like, it's like Kate, Jocko Willink distinguishes between tactics and strategies. We're looking at this at a tactical level, right? Like what tactics can I employ? To, it's just like a very win the, win the battle sort of thing. But we're not focusing on the overall war, right? So you have to, you have to if you genuinely want to be a better father, you don't need goals to dictate your actions in any moment. You don't need some thought to enter your brain to think like, this is the opportunity that I should be teaching, right? It just, those things will naturally come out. What if they don't actually come out? And what if you do have to work at it? That's why I'm saying those people need to reevaluate their purpose. Setting goals won't necessarily make mm-hmm. them the better pr- father. If, you're, if your real purpose mm-hmm. yeah, in life I guess is to if be you're a better father, at the surface level of strictly a goal to accomplish something and kind of... That's well, right. the way I look at it is like Arlen's talking purpose and pers- purpose is like the root cause, the f- it's, it's the roots, yes. it's, it's the foundation. And so instead of just like tending to the leaves, work on the roots first, which is the purpose. Right. But, but I think that they both work, like I said at the very beginning, they both work together very strongly in the fact that you could set that purpose and be like, yep, my purpose is to be a good dad and I'm going to go back to what I do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you're saying like you really have to reevaluate. Well, how do you start creating a new habit? How do you start to change? You start to change and create new habits by setting small goals, which kind of change your behavior. But you can't just think of something and reevaluate and all of a sudden be like, yep, 
It's habit now. You literally might have to start setting baby step goals to help move you there because maybe it's harder for no, some but you can't like you can't give someone those habits You can't give someone those goals. You can't give someone those tactics, right? Like for you to tell me what my goals should be to achieve The overall overarching objective of becoming a better father doesn't make sense Those goals will fit in my program in my picture So you have to start from the top down for certain things for purpose if the person's goals are to be a better father, the tactic for that, for Sean, might be block 15 minutes of time Monday through Friday. That will never work for me. That's not, that's not quality time with my daughter. That's going to feel very mm -hmm. um, mechanical. It's going to feel fake. That's not, totally. that's not quality time. And don't you think that's, that's better than nothing? I think that's not quality time. You're right. I completely oh agree God. with you. I uh, but I completely agree with you. But, but of course it's, it's better than nothing. Uh, it's better than nothing. But you know what though? Don't. Really? I, well, then if you, you may as well not have a child, then time, but you can't. Can. That's what I'm saying. You can't. I know because the definition of quality, quality is kind time. of. Well, then, then let's not get caught up on the semantics. That's then. my point. Like, it's not measurable. It's not something that you could form formulate a goal around unless you embody the purpose of wanting to be a better father. But I agree. And when you do, whatever goals that you come up with are going to fit right in line with that. But it doesn't translate from one person to another. Like whatever little I tactics, think, I do think there's goals. The tactics that I come up with, I think the tactics don't make the purpose. Correct. Yeah. No, I they agree. Cannot. They don't. The, they don't. The purpose makes the tactics, though. Uh, I agree. I agree. Never. I agree. The purpose makes the tactics. I agree, but you also. So your purpose is to say, I want to become a better dad. Right, that's the what, but the how. How do you do that? If you really want to, right. we'll find. No, 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 no. So I disagree with that because then promise. you will take that same approach into almost everything that you have in life. It's Absolutely. like it's like, exactly. And I, I think it's, I think it's poor habits though. Maybe it works for you, but I think for the vast majority of the population, that's dangerous. I, I, I want to make a million dollars. How are you going to do that? You have your purpose. It's going to come. Uh, no, no, no. That's not, like that's that. not at all it. That's, that's, that's saying if you really wanted to make a million dollars and you embodied that, you would find a way. And it's not going to be by creating the next Facebook or doing what that person tells you you should do or emulating that person. But I think you, in order to change behavior, you do but you're not there yet, right? So you're not, so you want to become a millionaire and you're not a millionaire right now. You need to set goals to help move you in that direction. Maybe I have to read more. And again, uh, that's, a, that's a poor one. Okay. Becoming a millionaire, I think, I think yeah, it's I very think, poor. Let's say if someone, I think it's, let's say if someone was obese. But that's obese, a lot of people's purposes. Obese or unhealthy, it's wanted one. to lose weight. Now the question, why okay, but, but, this, but, this, but, but this is a better one, the health but that doesn't change one. the fact that it's serious, you say? Let's say someone was unhealthy or obese and they had bad habits mm. and they want to get healthy, but one. if, they, they may have the real desire and purpose that they want to get healthy, but if they have bad habits, it's going to really be hard for them to be, become healthy. If they really had... So I guess my, my argument is kind of circular because really you can't falsify it, right? Like the only way to prove that you really wanted to do something is that you would change and if you don't change, that proves right. that you don't want it. So that doesn't really make sense. Yeah. I get that. But I think that's the case for most people. Like this is why we talk about a friend in particular who I'm like... I've given him all of the tactics. Yeah. I've tried to help him in every way right. that I'm like... But he doesn't have the desire or the purpose. It's not there. His overarching... It just comes back to a point where I'm like, I don't know if your overarching purpose is what you are telling me yeah. that it is. Right? No. If you embodied that, it wouldn't even, you wouldn't even need my help to, to tell you these hints and goals. Like, I, I found things that were... When I want something, I'm finding unconventional ways of achieving it. It's not based on whatever. When I really, truly want to do something, it's yeah. like, you can't help but go in that direction. I understand what you're saying. I, I do, because you're saying basically is like, if, if the will is there, you'll find a way. Correct.
But for a lot of people, they might not even have a direction in where, how to start. That's it. But they're not evaluating what they really want then. You know what I mean? Like they're not really in touch with what they really want and why. That's, that is an important question to why you want that. When you say you someone want wants to make a million dollars, I would say why? Mm -hmm. Like that's a poor, that's well, a let's poor. Go to the most people example. are uninformed and they have that's purposes based off of, but yeah. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying I, I'm making an excuse for them. I'm just saying that's the reality of the situation. They're uninformed and their purposes aren't, aren't really reflective of something that they could achieve on their own without some sort of someone, like you said, telling them that this is what you need to do or that or whatever else. I'm not going to just figure it out. But it, just like that, like like the health issue, for example. What do you mean? Let's how, say, I don't I don't understand. How, how how would they be able to just figure it out? They don't have the knowledge or yeah. or. Knowledge. I think it's hopeful. I think it's no. The I think it's not. Yeah, the knowledge is at our fingers. But but again, but you ignorance. have to change behavior. Like like I'm just curious. Why 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 do you think that goals and maybe not a negative thing, but I feel like there's a resistance to goals. Why is that? Because I like I. I like I said earlier on, certain things, I'm not saying in all aspects, things like losing, I, I set smart goals when it comes to the gym, for instance, right? Like it's a very easy, tangible thing that I can measure. But do you actually really, though, sorry yeah. to interrupt, did you actually yeah, set absolutely. smart goals? Yeah. Okay, good. Have, I, right now, not necessarily because it's not a focus of mine. Right. But all of these things, when I think about the most important things in my life, all of these things are secondary. The things that I can and do set goals on, Mm. Falls so far behind the things that are really important to me in my life, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So then, I, when I think about how do I set goals on those things, I don't know if I can. I have a purpose, and that manifests itself in the way that I live my life, and that's way so more. So then, what I would say is, which is the smart goal. So then, I what, I, what I would say then is, you have a habit then. You've established maybe a habit where it's like, I don't have to think about this anymore. So for example, working out, like maybe someone's goal was to just go to the gym four times a week. That's not a goal for you anymore. Why? Because it's a habit. So becoming a good father for you or, or, or being the best father you can be is a habit now. Why? Because you embody it. It's just something that you have. But if, if somebody is not a good father right now and they're just like, you know, like I'm doing too many drugs. I'm watching too much TV. I'm not being the best example for my child. I... I love my child so much. They could have that come to Jesus moment where it's like, I need to ship up. I need to shape up. But then they sit there racking their brains like, how? I don't know where to start. That it's, is the start. That's it. And, and I agree. Beautiful. It's the start. You got it. No. You got it. It's the start. But what keeps you going, Gray? What keeps that, you going? That feeling that I want to be. Feelings, feelings are fluid though, guy. Like you wake up in the morning and those feelings can be gone. Why? Because you got stress at home and stress here. And that feeling now has taken a little bit of a, of a downturn. I, I promise you, my purpose, the things, I have never for one second lost sight of the fact that I want to be the best father I can. Mm -hmm. There's no goal that will help me remember that in the moments if I forgot. Mm -hmm. True. I wake up with that feeling. I go to bed with that feeling. That is a beacon in my life that I embody every minute of every day. Can we not say, though, that um, it's both right and wrong to have a goal? For example, for something soft like spending time with your friends or your family or what have you. Like, I love you guys, right? I love you guys. That's why I was like, okay, well, what can we do every day to kind of hang out? Or maybe we set a goal of, listen, we're going to go on one trip every single year, boys. Like, that's a goal. So are you saying that because I have a goal of, hey, wanting to hang out with my friends that I don't embody loving my friends as much as possible? No, you but know? That, I'm saying that's a strategy that works for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I th for me personally, how I would tie this together, um, your when your purpose, you talk about you know fatherhood or just being a good father. Um, 
I think those roots go very, very deep for your purpose because there's some people that you're talking about like an example of someone that maybe they, they drink or they do drugs or they party or they just don't spend enough time. They're just addicted to their phone or whatever mm. the case may be that they want that I want to be a good father kind of idea, but they just kind of want it. They don't really want it. Do you know what I mean? So I feel that tied to you, setting these little kind of goals, have these little wins can push them in the direction mm-hmm. of having deeper set roots like you would have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's for, a really good yeah. point. For yeah. me personally, there are some things in my life that like, oh, I'd really like to change, but I know I don't want them bad enough because I'm clearly not making an effort to make those changes. And the stuff that I really want in my life, I know where I'm making changes because it's not a negotiation, just like we were talking about working out yeah. stuff. It's not an, it's non-negotiable. It's happening. It's yeah. it's the way it is. Yeah. But not everything in my life is that non-negotiable kind mm-hmm. of kind of thing. And for some people, they have a hierarchy, obviously, in their life of what's non-negotiable and what's not. And for some people, they probably don't have it in the right order of what is top down. You know, so. mm-hmm. I totally get what you're saying, though, Gray. Like, like, oh, sorry, Sean. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, this man hit the nail on the head. That's like the perfect response yeah. that I that I could have. Question your purpose is all I'm saying. You know, and, and question why that's your overarching north star, as you yeah. call it, right? Because certain things, it's just to quantify it is very, for me, disingenuous. Mm-hmm. As soon as I start thinking about that and making it effortful, it's like that's not. Right. It it comes across that way, I think, in my interactions. Yeah. You, you know what's funny? Maybe 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 that And yeah. I see it it almost grates yeah. on I like, agree for my daughter, for instance, when I've looked at it like this is the teaching opportunity and I'm gonna be the dad and whatever. She's just like, Ugh, yeah. mm. get away from me, you know? <laughs> That's so yeah. funny. Yeah. Like I was gonna say, like I, I agree with, with both sides here and the thing with allotting playtime, right? You said that's, that has to be better. But, I mean, if your kid feels like, well, dad's with me, but he's not present. Correct. Like, he's exactly. like, does he not like me? I think the kid's going to start asking a lot of questions. Well, but, but that's assuming mean, that you're going to be... I mean, that, that's, that's, assuming. that's assuming that playtime is just you're sitting beside the Yeah, dad, agreed. Being yeah. active and, and doing stuff. No, I, I, I That agree. would be ridiculous. Yeah, but no, but I think that... It's not just, it's actually, just scheduling time. you haven't actually allocated I, that time I think that is a very... That's my point, though. You can't necessarily allocate that time if it's not your purpose and you don't feel it. You can't be present if you're not doing it. So saying so the tactic, like, the goal if, of if you make your if you make your goal like worse. if if you make your goal like you're saying like you're talking about the the plate thing looking for those teachable moments like if your goal is okay I'm gonna be a better dad this week or for, from now on right and you go okay how can I do that I could do this and then you're like oh, okay this is a great teachable moment and then your dad then your kid's like dad you don't even do that like right because yeah, but, okay, but, 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 but that's context though guy like I get it like that's a very specific situation that really puts a negative spin on that but it's like. Like what if your dad? What what if he does do that all the time? Then it's like great. Then it's a teachable moment, right? Like I th- I think we're just kind of like spitting on that thing. So for example, like doing your homework, right? Like let's do use a different example, right? Like instead your kid's like I hate homework. Where before you'd be like do your homework. Why? Because you have to. Maybe now you're like, okay, calm. I'm gonna become a better father. So I'm going to sit here and be more patient. Breathe. I listen to brain jiu-jitsu. They told me to breathe calmly. Okay, great. I'm going to go and now approach this calmly. Why? Because I want to become a better dad. I do side with Grave, maybe 51% to 49 now because it's it's hard to set a goal. Like you, that's not, a, a goal doesn't drive you. No. A goal is not going to yeah, drive that behavior, thing. right? Thing. I guess my point is maybe just start with purpose. Mm-hmm. Start with the strategy before you look at the tactics. And when you have internalized whatever it is that you think you want – 
like why again why do we want the things that we want and what is I, I like that people? view I like yeah, that yeah, view of what you said much more than how sure. you started it yeah me too because if you start with purpose and then you can start aligning your goals kind of around that purpose yeah. on how to get yeah. to that purpose yeah. yo I'm all about that yeah. like that, that, like that, that and, that's and then, like to the core and then yeah. you will think of creative goals that no one else has thought of to achieve that yeah. purpose to navigate yeah, towards it as all. just start you have to embody it you have to like Feel it in your fucking yeah. bones that this is where I want to go, mm-hmm. yeah. and then you'll figure out the ways to get there. True, that's a well, that's well that. said. Yeah, that, that is well said. Love it. I'm that on board well with that, brother. I'm on board with that. It's so interesting. So now we talk like goals when it comes to like kids, when it comes to friends, when it comes to family, right? So I, I love that discussion because it shines a light on it to say like it's all this idea of like manufacturing time and what have you. But I love the challenge, Greg. I truly love the challenge, especially when it comes to dealing with people. Right? I don't need to set a fucking goal for, for this. Like, I either am or I'm not. And I'm going to figure out a way or I'm not. Right? I'm going to either be empathetic or I'm not. I'm going to be an asshole or I'm not. Like, make the fucking call. But what are you going to do? Except setting that goal might help you achieve your purpose or to a greater extent, get there quicker or have I, a more meaningful... You when know, I ask you, like, to that when I ask you, what would your goal be for that? I'm not like challenging like no, it don't no. exist. I wish it was that simple. Yeah. Because when I have this purpose, I'm like, what goal can I set to help me become a better person or a better yeah. father or contribute yeah. more? Like, what goals? What tangible thing can I measure that's proof that I'm achieving being a better person? Whatever, you know what I mean? you know, like, it's, it's contribute more to charity. No, it yeah. doesn't. It just, it just feels like you know, yeah. it's, it's fake. I agree. It's you know, it's funny. Like, if you would actually go through, if you actually hmm. gonna go, if you were actually gonna go through therapy. And have this discussion with a therapist. The therapist would actually say, like, the baby step thing, right? So it's like, I want to be a good father. I just don't know how. Why? Well, my father treated me like shit, abused me, treated me like garbage, drank, smoked, you know, fucked around on people. And I don't want to be my dad, but I, I'm worried I'm going to embody these things, right? You have this very real discussion with a therapist. All of a sudden, it's just like, okay, well, what do you have to do to start making baby steps to become a good father? I don't know because I have all this negative stimulus in my mind. Okay, then maybe what we need to do is set a goal, something small. Start making just a little bit of time for your for your child. Does it feel manufactured? Yes, it feels manufactured. Is it is it like time that maybe you know the kids even like this is weird. What are you doing? Yeah, probably. But it's starting you on that right step. And maybe if you're coming from a place of like of I just don't know how to be a good father, but you know you want to be. I do think a goal can be you know, a nice little catalyst. That's to get so you. funny that we would take such different approaches because if someone came to me with that, if it was a friend or whoever, I would be like. You're already, like, I don't mean to get all zen and no, this no, whole, no, love you're already there, but the person who is c- concerned about this, the person who says, I want to be a better father, but I don't know how because my dad, blah, 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 blah. It's like, you're already the fucking better father. Love it. The fact yeah. that you are here saying that you want this, live that, yeah. feel mm-hmm. that, exist as that, mm-hmm. you'll manifest. Like, again, I, I don't no, like no, these no, no. Yeah. manifest yeah, words, okay. but it's like, you're already doing something to improve yourself. Like... Collect the W's, own it, be that, and just remember that every day. Like, get out of bed with that, you know? And it's just... But to play devil's advocate for a second, so let's say that person wasn't there, or let's say it was a friend. Let's let's make it more realistic. Um, A friend, and then you you talk to them two weeks later, and you said, so, you know, how's things going? You know, remember we had that talk a couple weeks ago, how's things going? Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's just, you know, I don't know. Like, just very whatever about the situation. So what would your advice be at that? But that person doesn't really advice. want it. Exactly. That's my point. I don't have advice. Mm-hmm. You don't want it. If you really wanted it, you wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. come two weeks later and say, I didn't work right. out. So out I'm right? saying, so it's I not mean, a goal in your life. And so I, can't, I can't plant that in you. True. So, so what about, so, so are, are we maybe not considering like certain type of like, men, like 
mental mm-hmm. states, like being slightly depressed or whatever else, would that not affect someone's purpose in that kind It'll of a state? It'll affect everything, and I don't know if I have advice for that. That's out of my depth. But, I mean, for the average person with, you know, that's their full mental capacities, yeah, if, it's not something like, if that's your purpose, it's not something that you're going to come back in two weeks. And if, it, if you're just like, I don't think I succeeded in every scenario, well, like, tell me about the, the times that you did. Mm-hmm. When did you remember that you wanted to be this better person and better father and in what ways did you treat did you did you um exude that like did you you bring that to light right so if in that same token if somebody in that conversation basically you you brought brought up the uh, the topic that you know how do you feel and stuff like that and said well you know i'm just kind of whatever about it and you know i'm not as busy so and then they come to you a week later and say you know what i i i want to change again you know remember we had the talk three weeks ago whatever so you do you do you feel that setting goals in that situation is not a, be- a benefit? Might be for that person. I'm not sure, but like it's on a case by case basis. I think my because I think that's the point you're trying to make, mm-hmm. right? That and, and I feel that way. Is, I, I just feel and like I, you can't I, lose setting a goal. No, I'm not. It's hard to lose. No, I'm not suggesting that we do. I'm just saying that goals can't get you to the purpose. No, the purpose I goals agree. cannot completely agree. agree. It might be a tactic. It might be a strategy, depending on. The but you know what, though, if you're if you're setting the goal, you probably have an inkling of that purpose already, yeah, right? No, yeah. not at all. Really? So many people out there want to make a million dollars. I'm talking about kids. Sorry, kids, kids. I'm sticking to the kids thing still. Sure. Right. Yeah. I'm sticking to the kids thing. Right. Like I think. I think the, the, that my comment was more towards that. Than and even then, was. like, there's some, again, there's the shitty parents out there. There's yeah. people who know that I should be doing this, so my goal is going to be to set 10 minutes. It's like, you don't really want that. Mm-hmm. It, your kid might be better off without a parent who feels like they don't want to be with them in that moment. Mm, that's, that's, oof. I don't know. That's I don't know. I'm not saying that's just, no, I'm just that, saying that, 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 that just, like... Hurts to think it, about it, a parent not wanting to be with their kid. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing. So, so what about this? I know what about, it does. That's why it hurts. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel have a whole thing on it. Yeah, you would. Fucking Jimmy. We're going to get a t-shirt with like Jimmy Kimmel and Sean shaking hands or something like that. Yeah. We got to get on that, Steve. If I saw him, I probably would shake his hand. He's For probably sure a nice would. guy. But he is a the only, nice guy, the only sure. bad goals, I think, are ones that are don't align with whatever purpose you have, right? Do you have any specific examples that you're... Make a million dollars. Exactly. Make a million dollars. Like it's a huge For some person, it might be a worthwhile goal. Like, I don't know why they want that million dollars, but you need to go be aware of that. You need to ask yourself, what is the purpose? Why do I want this? Because any goal that you set. What is this goal taking me towards? Exactly. And whatever goal you set, it's going to be hard to do. So if you're just like, I want to make a million dollars. What are you going to do? Well, that happens. Sell it. All right. Wow. You just skip from A to Z like overnight. Like, why do you want to do it? What's the why? What's the reason behind why you're doing it? Why? Because... You're going to have to have some really hard days that are going to force you to hit fours and threes. But then all of a sudden, you're going to come to like a new client, a new innovation, a new development. It's going to take you like a seven and eight. And that's what goals will do. Goals, people who have like goals, I find might sway a little bit more from side to side because like as business owners, we have goals of like client acquisition and, and delivery and coming up with new offerings and then dissatisfaction. That's all it might bring you down. But then at the same time, once you sign up clients, you fill up your class, all of a sudden it's like, man, I'm flying high. Like I'm killing it today. So goals will really pull you outside your comfort zone on both ways. So as Arlen said, if you have a goal, you have to have a big enough why as yeah. to why you're doing it. Otherwise, why are you setting the goal in the first place? So the why is your purpose. Yeah. What is your purpose, man? I think that. Okay. Sorry, I like your revisit, reevaluate, right? And that's what that's what yeah. I really like. That. That's what distinguishes the quitting from the. Oh yeah. Like this goal, I realized halfway through is not bringing me closer to my overarching why or my mm. purpose. So it was a bad goal. Mm. Switch yep. it. Switch it. You know, totally. That's man. the the pivot that allows you. That's what allows that 
movement. Can I, can, I, can I dig into like the personal one that maybe we talked about at uh, Segovia? So the one where you had your career decision. Your right? career decision, where they like moving up, like what do I want to do? Do I want to become management? You okay to talk about that or no? <laughs> no, <laughs> because I'm no fucking closer to a decision or an answer. But uh, there's but that's, no, but that's why I want to talk about it, right? Some of it too, I can't disclose. Of course, all of the variables. Right? I, I don't necessarily want to talk about that specific thing, but I want to talk okay. about like your journey to getting there. So dig into it. Because remember when I asked you about that, and I said um, like, like why? I I, I challenged you. Oh. I said I said I said I think that you can do so much more, Greg, uh, and you're gonna just like like. Like get golden handcuffs on you, so to speak, in this company for the rest of your life. And I look at you and I'm like, there's so much that you can do for like the community, for the world. Yeah. You are fucking intelligent to no other level, just as like all my boys are. But because Gray had that question at that time, it was just like, you know, I think I'm going to go here. And I'm like, what else could you do though? Because Gray, Gray would be like, you know, I remember years ago, he was like, you know, like when he was working at Popeye's, I think he was like, I want to become a lawyer. And I was like, Gray would be a crazy lawyer. That'd be yeah. so crazy. Then, then he had an idea for like, a business opportunity, I'm like, that would also be crazy, right? But then it's like, now nah, I'm going to go in, in my company. Then I'm like, is that cutting you short from your potential of what you could truly become? Yes, you want to be the best damn father you can be, and that's going to be occupying you for the next, like, 20 years, right? Like, 20 plus years, like, obviously the, the prime years, right? Sure. Uh, they become adults. Caregiving years. Of course. Yes, thank you. Caregiving years. But then, I, but then I challenge you that once your kids have kind of flown the coop and, and, and empty nest syndrome... What else do you get? What else did you build besides your children? Like, what else did you contribute besides that? Um, is it is it just that one company? Because when I look at my boys, I see endless potential. Motherfucker, you know I'm looking at you. I know the video stuff. I'm looking at Sean Henry right now, and I'm like, man, like this guy's got ideas all the time. But man, like, yo, I, I collected goal, all kinds of wins this week on those ideas. Love, prime, prime example, all kinds of brought wins. That up, prime example of bad goals. Like that's that's I didn't have the overarching why. The the why the goals. The reason for me setting those goals or that particular one was like, number one, I like challenge. I like feeling like something is just beyond my reach and reaching for it. But what is that moving me closer towards? And that's the question that you so saliently brought up. It's like. Why, why, you know, and part of it honestly is the prestige, part of it's the challenge and all that kind of shit, but is that bringing me towards closer to my overarching purpose? And the answer was no, mm. right? Yeah. And that's why I love that conversation. That's why I bring shit like that to, to this mm. group. I'm like, call me out on my bullshit. Are, are the goals, you know who I am, you know what my, what uh, what I'm trying to accomplish for the most part? Like, mm. call me out on my bullshit if I'm not moving closer to that. Because I, I just see the stuff that you've done for 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 our world like our worlds and uh, how you've impacted our families and i look at whatever you've done but then i ask i'm like what is gray's purpose beyond his his kids like what is it right like i'm sorry guy like i put no, you on the no, spot no, no, but, no, it, but no, it's no. an honest question it's like have you thought about your purpose you know like that that's my question like the thing with sean about like like um sorry guy healthcare one Sustainable, uh, sustainable healthcare, right? Like, like it's like he had like at least a story from a purpose that drove those actions, and I'm like, I love it. Like purpose and goals, they both play together, right? But if you were just like, yo, I'm gonna go make healthcare better, why? I don't know. I have no idea why, right? But you got a story. So then for Arlen, I'm like, man, like, what is? What are your whys? Like, what are the stories that you want to see at the end of the year? Uh, at the end of like your life, you know? Like, yeah, I don't know. it's. A, I know it's a big question. That's <laughs> a big question. But you know, that's that's the thing. People but don't think about purpose, though. It goes beyond my kids and, and family. And, yeah, I'll tell you all about it later. Yeah, man. I can't oh, wait to hear it. Oh, you actually know what it is? You no. just don't want to say it? No, 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 I don't. I, I mean, I have some ideas, but, but nothing. Uh, I, yeah, I think, like, um, 
this is such a good discussion so far, but I think like the whole be a better parent thing has thrown it off in, in like a different direction because I feel like that's something that's not like a smart, like we're talking about smart goals, the importance of having a smart goal and the T, like the time bound and parenting is like forever, right? So I, I look at goals more like that would drive me that I, that I feel like thinking about your point, like where you need goals is like some short term stuff, like maybe like a health or Tangible, you know, short term, yeah, like like the parenting thing is so, like you might not want to set a goal for that because it's just it's like that's a thirty year goal, like that's crazy, yeah, right? Yeah. It's it it feels long, Even so then, it feels like yeah, can, like yeah. so to me, I I am just more on board with the short term goals, and then like you asked about like you you brought up you said why why do people do not not set goals, and then we kind of got distracted, but I think it's because to set a goal is like to change something, right? We talk about how mm-hmm. change is so difficult, right? And how people fail and change can be scary. So to say, mm-hmm. to sit down and be like, oh, I should set a goal on this. And it's like, okay, well, what should my goal? Ah, well, what if I fail? What if I don't make my goal? Like, you know, I think that's, I think that's why people don't. Maybe that, yeah. Maybe, so yeah. that comes down to people don't know how to set goals. And that's why I said the very onset was that we're really crappy at setting goals. We don't know how to set goals. Why? Because, I agree. Like, and that, that's the challenge. Is that when even, you said that, I started thinking about my goals. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm a fool. Right? Like, even, I, I got to be honest. When you said that, I, th- I thought I was a G. I was like, man, I got this all figured out. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if you were to and listen now, to like Napoleon still Hill. Do. Yeah. Still do. Still do. If you were to listen to like Napoleon Hill thinking grow rich, he's got his like formula for how to create goals, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, Write them down, remind yourself of them, like make them this and this and this. And I'm like, it, there's so many different formulas out there. And we hear set goals, set goals, because we're coming into New Year's now. And they're going to say, what are your goals for the year? This is how you prevent procrastination. This is how you prevent falling off. Like, But every year we fall off. Why? Because we don't set goals. We don't know how to set goals. We don't know how, how to hold ourselves accountable. Don't set good goals. I, I yeah. now, like just hearing Arlen, it's like, yeah, like it's not, it's what's going to drive you to do the goal. It's the purpose. Yes. Of course it is. Yeah. That's what's going to fucking drag Absolutely you along when you don't want to fucking do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course it is, man. 100% it is. Like, yeah. that's that's it. Like, setting a goal that is not attached to a purpose yeah. is useless. So it goes with what Ryan says, to set smarter, better goals. But understand what yeah. your purpose is but first. Do you know what, though? For, for me, like, I didn't... I had the discipline. I had the little, like, things to do each day to... to mm. And then I just did that. And I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I didn't know what my why was. I didn't know what my purpose was. Mm. And then through the doing, I started becoming. Yeah. Mm. And then I said, oh, okay, now I think this is maybe my goal. Of course. And help, you know, that's, so that's dope. Of course, through the, man. Through the, so I, I could see, well, I totally understand where you're coming from. But sometimes literally people have no idea. Mm-hmm. I, just, they just, I just knew that I had to change my life. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that I needed an anchor or like a, an overarching North star to guide me. I just was like, I knew that I had to do these little things to just make me feel better, to make my mind feel better. Yeah. I think the reason why, sorry, did you want to say something? No. no. I think one of the reasons why I'm so adamant about like becoming very focused on knowing without a shadow of a doubt, clear as, clear as day, knowing what your purpose is and setting goals. I just think it's so important because like, you have fear, you have doubt, you have all these insecurities and you have everything that like, you know, your limbic brain is controlling you, you know, that more primitive response you kind of forget, right? So you want to be very conscious of this. You want to be very aware of it, right? Like bring this more to like your free prefront, uh, prefrontal cortex and make it so that you're just like, listen, I'm going to short circuit all that fear because I know what my purpose is. I know what my goals are and I just need to do it. And almost like separate yourself from those negative emotions. Say, I have to do it. So whether it's building a business um, you know, 
working on your body, finding a career, you know, whatever your goal is. I just, I always find it super helpful to be crystal clear on what your purpose and goals are. Like I just do. And I'm like, it's, it's tough to really argue against me. Like it's tough for me to argue, um, to see the other side of that, to say like, no, I'm just, I'm just willy nilly. You know, like I have a tough time with that, man. I do. I think too, <laughs> you have a really hard time with that. I do. The other part too is like, to Steve's point, everything that we do is moving us towards some destination, right? Like me having this beer right now, if I do have a goal to lose X amount of pounds, like I need to be doing this consciously and fit that in yeah, to the yeah. program, right? And if I don't have it, then I need to understand that, well, this is taking me in another direction, yeah. right? So in that sense, it's just, it's your game plan. Yeah. And whether you realize it or not, the actions that you are undertaking right now are moving you in one direction yeah. or another towards or away. You know, you know, that's really, uh, that really triggered that, uh, that graph I sent you guys. Yeah. Uh, that made me think about that graph. Whereas if, if you're 1%, if you do 1% better than the day before, 365 times, at the end of the year, you're going to be 37 times better than you are right now. And at the same time, if you're 1%, if you do 1% less cumulatively over an entire year, you'll be at 3% of what you are right now. So it really, it really gave me uh, something to kind of almost focus on and be like, you know what? Let's just even try to be even just marginally better than we were yesterday. And if you could just even just be marginally better in any which way, whether it's your diet, whether it's uh, productivity, no matter what it is, if you could just even be, you, you could say to yourself at the end of the day, I was even just marginally better than I was yesterday. And you can continue that trend. Mm. By the end of the year, you're going to be a fucking g having a great diet, productive ass motherfucker. And just everything's going to be firing I, I love that. in no, a better I, direction. I, I, I love that so much. And that definitely works for some people. But for me, that just wouldn't work because it's too abstract. Like marginal. I don't know what marginal is. What's marginally better? Well, when you like, start writing stuff down and looking at what you've accomplished. like, like That's a good strategy. Right? So like you know, go like, back through your day and ask yourself. Exactly. Like, reminding yourself, if I didn't have goals and I had purpose and it was like my purpose to be a better dad, what did I do today to become a better dad? And almost like evaluating your day and be like, fuck, I was a shitty dad today. I didn't do anything. Right. I could totally see that helping. So if like if you're not a goal setter, maybe yeah. you're a journaler and you just review your day and you That's right. compare that against your purpose. That's a cool technique, man. I like yeah. that. That's yeah. cool. Right? A lot of, lot of introspection, a lot of just review. And that's, that's super helpful, right? Yeah. That's cool. I like that actually quite a bit. So go ahead. Something, yeah, there's something to be said for just having a plan, right? And mm. I think goals are a big part of the plan. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not the only part, though. So, um, yeah, live, just be conscious of what you're doing. Your actions in every moment are taking you towards one goal and away from another. Every decision to do one thing is a decision not to do another. So be conscious of the implications of our actions. So what do you do to somebody, like a friend, a family member, a child, your, your own child, when they set a goal that you don't like? When they set a goal that moves them in a direction that you're just like, Sierra, Sierra. Well, a friend who is a child. This is true. This is true. examples here. <laughs> Get out of here, son of a... Yo, don't vent. We'll vent after dark. We'll vent after dark. Um, I mean, at the end of the really day, you have, to, you have yeah. to talk to them about it. But you, have to, you have to talk but to them about why. What the, what the goal is. Is yeah. it damaging to them and they're just too young and dumb? Okay, Sierra, Sierra grows up. She's 18 years old. She goes, Dad, I want to be a social media influencer. Great. Why? 
<laughs> just like <laughs> back to the purpose. Why? why? That's the purpose, right? Your why? Why? Yeah. I don't know, Dad. It makes um, let's role play. I don't know, Dad. It's fun. Make a lot of money. I can travel. It's good. Like I'm already good at social media. I have like ten thousand followers already. Like I can make sponsorship money. Like this could be my job, Dad. I could literally work anywhere I want around the world. That's why. Doesn't sound like a terrible idea, right? I agree. So, can I be an influencer? I mean, you guys? just you just came up with a good idea, and then and then asked him if if his daughter could do that. Yeah, yeah, Dad, can I be a surgeon for you know the most but, but influential yeah, hospital in the yeah, American? Like, how like, accomplish this goal? Why? Yeah, that's, like, why? That's, 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 you don't, but deep down, why is that a bad goal? That's a terrible goal. Becoming a social media influencer. It's like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, we have friends. <laughs> we have friends. Listen, you, you, you just goals. Goals. I don't inside like my head. I'm going to be screaming like, I do. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm like, no, Gray, feed it. Feed it. You know it's a bad goal. Outside, I'm calm. Yeah. Inside, he's screaming. Sierra, go to your room. You're coming out when you're 40. Where did I go wrong? That's not a good goal. Trying to hurt me? It's not. Because it's not a good goal. You're just thinking of that one friend that's no, trying no, to be the no, social media influencer. He came up with a lot of good reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but he came up with a lot of good reasons, though. Okay, but honestly, but honestly, though, like, like, if you actually would, I would ask, is there not like something else that you could contribute to accomplish the same? Maybe you'd contribute even more being an influencer. Maybe should, hey, I'm not gonna. If, that's, you're, you're, if it's not harming anyone, right. it's making her happy and. She's fulfilling her purpose. I will try to be supportive. So, the reason why I asked that question is I kind of knew that I was going to get some of like, that, that response from you. So, when people set goals that move them in a direction that rubs you the wrong way and you're really close to each other, what do you do? Do you support or do you try to change? Absolutely. You support. Absolutely. Steve, support <laughs> or change? At the minimum, I set the one sec, one sec. Steve, support or change? First thought says I want to give my two cents. Well, I feel like I... Gut reaction. Gut reaction. I would tell him my two cents. Change. Change? Sean, change? So so you're saying that if someone's going to set a goal that... You disagree with, but it's going to move them in a direction that, that... that they believe is going to make them happier. I'm going to move in this direction. I believe it's going to make me happier. This is going to make me happier. But inside, you're just like. But I oh, think. But God, I think it's. But I think idea. it's a bad path to yeah. travel. Of course, I'm going to tell them. You're going to change. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to force them to change. I'm going to. I'm going to. No, I'm going to have a conversation with them and 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 figure out their deeper. Okay. I don't think you could just say I'm going to force somebody. No, to change. no, of course yeah. not. But Thank support them to change. You're a good human. For me, I think it would really depend on if they, so this, this youth, whatever might believe that their goal is, is the best thing for them. But if I know that it's like leading them down an unhealthy, dangerous path. I, I, I think I would have to interject, but if it's like something that I don't like, but I'm like, it's harmless. Then I'm like, okay, you yeah. go. Let me know. Like, I'll that, help that's you. That's the perfect answer. I, I recant. I recant my answer. Yeah, exactly. perfect. That's the perfect was, answer. When you were talking, I was thinking that if my daughter had, like came eighteen, hey, my friends, are sh- my friend of a friend's a stripper and she's making a lot of money. Well, there's no way I'm supporting that. Yeah, no. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, James, some- you support. That was your first answer. No, yeah, <laughs> that was your first answer, <laughs> so, buddy. Yo, you gonna see, <laughs> yeah. change it? Yeah. Set her up for some uh, pole dancing <laughs> lessons. <laughs> That's no, yeah, it's so it's, it's harmful to the max. So, it's to be a stripper? Come on, bro. Oh, that's harmful. Oh, I'm asking like, 
What's that? You're offending a lot of strippers yeah. out there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Why is that harmful? Oh. Uh, Habits increase the people I've, you're around. I think it's harmful. I recently worked with one that was working part time at uh, my work and then part time there, and it really damaged your life. Okay, really? let's talk I, about. Yeah. Did, you, did I send you guys that uh, interview? Yeah, it's true, but that doesn't necessarily. Yeah. Okay. Did I ever send you guys that interview with that uh, Las Vegas, Nevada no. chick who works yeah, on Funny Yeah, did, yeah, yeah but it takes a really different type of oh, person to do that. Sure, sure. but regardless, like, yeah. she talks about the relationship that she has with her parents, right? Like, But don't you think you're playing with fire? Like, I, I, I don't know I, if I, I can get there. You I'm are playing with fire. Of course you are. Yeah, so, so then well, it's a bad thing Well, tell about this Bunny Ranch girl. No, I don't. She works at the Bunny Ranch. She's a... What, what do they call them? Escorts there, I guess? Yeah, yeah I sure. But anyway, she talks about like how when she decided to come out and tell her parents, like she's uber rich, uber successful, really seems down to earth. She's got a lot of like insight and wisdom from her career and all that kind of stuff. And she's just like, I don't know. I can't, I can't reconcile who she is she's and the relationship that she has with her parents. Of course it's rare. But my point is, shouldn't we, like, are you just writing it off because you can't do that? Or should we not aspire to, to transcend what's normal? No, yes, yes. I dated this girl, and uh, yeah, she ended up being a stripper. And I saw what it did to her mom. Mm. And her mom worked three jobs to support her. Buy, bought her a new car, bought her a uh, horse, was paying for. Uh, storage for this horse was just crazy expensive. Yeah, yeah, it is. And then, you know, paying for her to do all these things to become something, and then she becomes a stripper. Mm. And and I was there in the room, and she, the conversation she had with her, her mom was like, I'm doing everything in my power to help you. Like, mm. why why are you doing this? Mm. You know, and, yeah. and hearing about things that she's gone through, and I would, not to judge that industry, but if I was that parent, I'd be like, like why mm. you know that's my point so when you said before if you can't change someone you, you try to accept them I'm like that's the ultimate goal that's the ultimate goal for me if I can't there's gonna be time I just use that as the most challenging example stripper but we took it one, I took it one step further with an escort like but we're talking about trying to change them or just supporting them from day one so no 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 so no 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 so either like way. like yeah either way either way doesn't matter but then if you can't change them then you accept. no but why should you try to change them Unless it's unhealthy, like my co- yes. my question. He's like, but, I think but, but then, I, I think you, but then you're concluding that that being a stripper is is, is well, that's my point, and that's not yeah. good. That's not that's not a good yeah. thing. It's not good to co- to conclude that being a stripper is unhealthy. It's no, not good to conclude anything unhealthy. So then, no, it's, it's not, not good to not include to, to, to conclude that anything's unhealthy. I disagree with that completely. That anything. Okay, I, I'm not anything. Like if my daughter says, I want to do heroin three times. Exactly. Now, obviously, yeah. I'm a, but like within reason, I'm talking about a career choice or whatever. You can't write off being a stripper as unhealthy because ninety percent. I'm just. I, I'm just more inclined. What about a prostitute? That the one Same I just gave you an example True, of is it, not unhealthy. True, but it'd be no. Like, and she talks about all the ways that it's benefited her and the relationship, how it's evolved with her parents. I would aspire to be the kind of person that if my daughter came up to me with a goal that I didn't agree with, stripping, prostitution, whatever, not to judge anyone, but I would be like, I would aspire to be the kind of person like, why? Number one. Number two, are you healthy? Number three, are you happy? Mm. And number four, I fully acknowledge that I still think you're making a mistake, but I'm going to be here for mm. you yeah. in the end. Yeah. You're going to go through this. You're going to make your mistakes, but I'm going to aspire to accept it and be here 
in the end. Great, and to, great he's, dropped he's, a lot of knowledge right there. And, and great, it's hard. great, great pulled yeah. those four points out of his ass. Right? Yeah, like, that's yeah, yeah, real ass. One, yeah. two, three, four. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's impressive. All right, I'm, I'm all in. I like Number it. Number five, best case scenario, I'm wrong. He's got five. Yeah. Unbelievable. Our, our, Arlen's T5 formula. To, but no, but seriously, though, like, if, if I can't, my inclination would be changed. But my, like I told you guys before, I feel like my first impulse is often wrong. So when Steve talked about, like, accept, that's that's the goal that I aspire to. I don't know if I can get as high as supporting, right? But yeah. I think I can get as high as accepting and just and, and caring and being yeah. there no matter what. It's hard Assuming that it's yeah. not unhealthy. Yeah. I, I feel it's self-serving and selfish in my opinion because obviously trying to protect it because at the same time, let's say for example, someone wanted to like, you always, I've seen before on TV, like uh, mountain climbers that want to make do this exact this climb, you know what they call? I don't know if they call it raw or unassisted free climbing. Free climbing. Yeah, where there's no assisted guides. Or I've even seen before there's like this kind of like trench in the mountain where they try to jump across the other side. And they've had like a list of all the names of guys that have tried to make this jump because if you miss, you die. You know what I mean? It's like if my son came to me and said, "Hey, I want to make this attempt. I would try everything in my power to talk him out of this." Yeah. Like your probability of surviving this is twenty percent. Why would you risk your life for twenty percent? Ah, dad, this is something accomplished that I want to happen. I see the point, but it's self-serving for me yeah, because I wouldn't want to lose him over something where I feel is foolish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I, I do think that um, it's very hard to do, to not want to change somebody who is doing something that goes against what you believe to be a bad idea. Absolutely. That is so hard to do. Yes. And our natural instinct is just to literally like go crap on them and go give them hell for it. And I, I think don't the, necessarily think you have to crap on them. Not crap on them, but 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 do we have to rule it out though? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that works for some people. I do think it is it is hard, but not even just crapping, but just like to disagree and be like, I think that's a, that's a dumb idea. Why would you do that? Yeah. I think it's very hard. I think it's something as Arlen said to aspire to want to support somebody in that journey. The one thing that I always say is that um, while you may disagree, and we've talked about this with with a, uh, a friend before, where. Maybe this person needs this in order to take them to the mm-hmm. place that they need to be next. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, they're, we're, we're at level nine and they're at level one. Listen, we want them to go to level five. Sometimes they might need to go to level two and three before they get to, you know, where we think they're, they're capable. And sometimes people got to go through those mistakes, those so-called setbacks to have the next setup in their life. And so maybe it's just, maybe we just need it not not intervene as much maybe we don't need to accept or fight against just be like just be just do this is your life you make the choice you want if you're 18 years old and you're an adult and go ahead like do your thing like is there any way that you could just like disconnect and not be supportive or the challenge that's accepting but i guess it's hard it's hard i don't know it's i can talk i can see what that looks like but i don't know if i'll be able to get there for a lot of situations that even come to mind with my own kids I have a tough time with friends. Like, anyone that I care about, I'm just yeah. like, it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea, right? Like, of course you want to, to whatever, to intervene. But you said it right. And and I know you talked about this before, too, with having a conversation with someone where you're like, but do this, do this, do this, because I've made those mistakes yeah. and worked out. And they were totally. just like, just let me make my mistakes if I'm going to make them. Crazy, because yeah. maybe you can't take those shortcuts to come to that realization. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah. That does suck. That does suck. That That's... You always hear that, like, uh, what's it called? Uh, a wise man learns from his mistakes and a wiser man learns from the mistakes of others, right? And so if, if all of a sudden you're discounting that last, that last thing that you can learn <laughs> from, like, you're just like, you just better hope you learn from the mistakes you're making at that point or even have the introspection to know you're making a mistake. Yeah. 
Like, damn. That's crazy. Um, not to be a little, like, Machiavellian here, but, like, yeah. you know how I've said this before on the show, you're not a prophet in your own land. Yeah. Oh, I was just thinking that during right? this whole conversation. So you're not a prophet in your own land. So if you go and you're trying to tell somebody, hey, this is a bad idea, right? They're going to be like, it's just dad or oh, it's just yeah. cousin James or, you know, oh, it's just my brother Steve. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. But if one of their friends comes in and their friend's like, what are you doing? It's so a dumb bad. idea. Then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I wasn't going to do that anyways. Whatever, right? And it's just like, yeah. in an instant, you're like, son of a bitch, why couldn't have uh, gotten through like that? So, you know what? How do you, in a, in a very, like, Machiavellian way, meaning, like, being very controlling... This, this are, is it. Are, this are, is it. <laughs> you, 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 just, you just got the golden nugget like of the that. whole show. Like you you idea, get right? into their friend's head, yeah. you show them... <laughs> Two hours of videos on why drugs are bad, and then you go send them into the wild and be like, yo, motherfucker, you better pass this on to my kid. And never let them know that you were here. And that's then that's so it. Funny. You're good. That's You're funny. good, son. It's like, yo, Jimmy, you want to come over and play with Steve? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Steve, go do the lawn. Jimmy and I are going to watch a little show real quick. <laughs> Cut it twice then, Jimmy. I mean, Steve. You know, but it's like. How uh, would you, because this could be, you know, we're, we're playing very high here. We're like, no, I'm just going to accept and I'm going to support. All right, let's go a little bit lower and let's get into like the, the dark triad here and be a little Machiavellian. Would you do that? Would you try and like manipulate a little bit to like, get them to do what yeah. you want? Yeah. So, That's a slippery slope. And, and how, do you, how do you manipulate in a way that doesn't feel like you're attacking what they're trying to do but like you fucking you just pull some inception leonardo dicaprio the fuck out of this whole scenario and make it so that <laughs> oh, but i think, it's, you know, but I think that's yeah. always a smart tactic to bring in other people's social views that that person would appreciate more so than yours mm-hmm. yeah. why not like if i know like trial lawyers do it all the time they bring in the the expert that's gonna side with them do you know yeah. what I mean? So if yeah. there's a friend that I feel that my daughter or son would value that opinion, well, I'm going to, you know, pull their friends and be like, who else thinks this is a stupid idea? Oh, you do? Okay, you're coming with me. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. But so I, I, I'm Machiavellian, you know, one of the, 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 the dark three and the dark triad. But um, your your willingness to like pay attention it might just happen subconsciously you might not even be conscious of it but you're just like oh my son wants to vape and jimmy wants to vape but sarah and kevin don't want to vape hey sarah kevin let's talk a little bit more you know like you're gonna try to manipulate somehow would you do that absolutely no yes yes you talk to your friends about this like this is not happening i'll share something so um Kind of like what Arlen said. I don't beat my kids. Put <laughs> 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 that out there. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, uh, Sorry. So no, because Arlen said how like he was talking about <laughs> taking the more supportive role. So um, I, I and and saying to someone like you know that you don't agree, but but it's okay. So I sent this text very recently. I actually read it to to uh, Arlen. I think and Ryan. Um, Mm. to someone in a very similar situation. So I just said, it's okay to not feel okay. It's okay to make mistakes and it's okay to make mistakes around me. Whatever decision you make, I will support it. Uh, it may take me some time to process, but it, but I will get through it. Mm. So I'm just kind of thinking for my own, um, kind of mental health, uh, for my own resilience is coming to that conclusion. Cause I wasn't there. Like mm-hmm. it, it took me time to get to that point. Right. Yeah. Cause like, at first I was like, no, you're absolutely not doing that. Um, but now that 
to, when I got to that point, like it just helped me. It, it was almost like relieving a weight off me, right? Almost, yeah. yeah. So, um, I think it's 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 really good to take that supportive role. Um, mm-hmm. In the man. end, love it. In man. the end, for your own, for your <laughs> not own at, first. Not, yeah, not at yeah, first. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that though. I do too. Oh, agree. Like, so if you can't change someone's mind at that point, you pretty much have to support yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. Learn to yeah. have love. Yeah. But, but, but I, yes, think, I know, but it's like to protect yourself you too, to right? It is. It is. To protect it is. yourself. That's the point. And that that's is. what it did for and me. And protect that relationship with that person. It was almost like through the initial part. It was almost like True. when I when I when I processed that in my head and I'm like, okay, and and like uh, thought this out and okay, how am I gonna support this individual? Right? It was almost like like it just felt to right. it. Yeah. Yeah. It just felt That's cool, like, man. Such it, a good honestly, takeaway. like like if you want to play from a CY eight number, like that would have definitely raised me up a couple points. Wow, like just that's awesome, man. just processing that. Glad you shared that, man. The realization. Thanks, brother. That was huge. And I love cool, that. The coolest thing about that too is it's like you were initially in a I win, they lose, or they win, I lose situation, but that was just like you both win. You both won. I was yeah. a, no, I was originally like, it's my way or I kill you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should be a loss for them. Yeah. <laughs> so true. So maybe 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 not to be Machiavellian, but one more thing to try that parents use all the time on their kids to make them do what they want them to do. Well, Ar- Arlen's... Oh, you're lucky the camera stopped, Greg. You're lucky the camera stopped. <laughs> I think I know what you mean. He's raising his hand. Guilt. Yeah. Like parent yeah. guilt, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, um, you could use the example there. Uh, you know, I bought you horses and whatever. I touched you I don't question. like that you know? uh, Well, okay, maybe that's a bad example, but, but how, no, about, how about this? Like, I don't like using guilt to be able to force your kids to do stuff because okay. then, and, and, and me and Ashley have talked about this a few times, because then your, your kid can become like a people pleaser. See, where, 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 where they turn into a person that never wants to make anyone feel guilty. Mm. They never want to make anyone feel like they're the ones disappointing them in one way, shape, or form. That's a good takeaway. And, and, I, and there's been a few times where I've, I've, we've used that kind of guilt before in the past, and we've come to the conclusion that that's an unhealthy way of, of trying to manipulate your kids into doing a specific thing. Mm, that's a really good point. Like, what do you guys I'm think on, about that? I'm on board with that now. Yeah. The other part of that is you don't want, I don't want my kid to ever think that my love is conditional upon doing one thing, not doing another. Right? Not love. Not love. Not love. You can be, you can lay the guilt on without them questioning your love for them. Right? For sure. Easily. Kid, easily. Right? Like, like, put your dish in the dishwasher. Ugh, I don't want to. You know what? It's okay. Go go play video games. I, I had such a rough day today and it's been so long and I'm tired. I just want to sit down. My feet are sore. My back sore. It's, you know, it's fine. I'll do it anyways. I still love them. They're not questioning my love. I'm just literally being a little bit, laying on a little bit of guilt to make them stop and say, ah, okay, fine. I'll do it then. And maybe make them think twice and be like, and then at the end of it, topple them with love and appreciation. Hey, Thank you so much. You guys have no idea that means to me. You know, thank you. That guilt might have been just enough to change the behavior, and you can reinforce it with some appreciation, You're and then you might have a behavior, behavior change. You know what? It, it, it's just one of those things where it, it depends on the usage of it. Sometimes you, you, can, you can make it potentially like that might be a little bit better, but if you start saying stuff like, Oh, that made me feel bad. Oh, blah blah. You know, like oh, if you start yeah. that's using the, that's it, love yeah. right? Yeah. If, if you that's start, a great example. I'm using that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, So, so, so that was that, that was yeah. No, that, I agree. That, that was a pretty agree. good one, but but you just have to be very careful with how you use. I guilt. totally agree because, because guilt in my life with my relationship with my parents 
has actually made me callous towards guilt. And soon as I hear a little bit of guilt, it actually makes me mad. Want to do, actually makes me makes me do the me opposite? When I see like, someone's doing that, just yeah. like it, what makes me want to push back and be like, "Oh, so you don't want to come visit?" Or nope, I guess I don't. Yeah. So it's like the <laughs> overuse of guilt, right? Can have very negative yeah. effects, right? But like or strategically if a, using it, if it's apparent that they're using guilt yeah, as a it's tool like, to get me to do, I don't like manipulation at don't all. Don't insult my intelligence. That's right. You don't think yeah. I see what yeah. you're trying to do yeah. right now? Yeah. But I do like that whole kind of like. Just like the woe is me kind of thing, yeah. you know what I mean? And I, and I don't, and I don't mean to like come over the top with it all the time. Like this is something you strategically use, maybe like a handful of times, like in a child's development. I don't mean you're gonna be like, oh, this is my crutch. I'm gonna use it every week. Like no, like communicate. You don't have to use guilt to communicate. Like I think guilt is like a little technique that you can use. But in the end, sit down and have communication. Like why do you have to use guilt? Just sit down and have a conversation. Say, hey, you know. Jimmy, you got to help out around the house, man. Like everybody does it. Everyone, everyone does their vacuum. What kind of chores can you do, man? You got to contribute. I don't have to use guilt. I can use communication. But, you know, sometimes I want to use a different tool to make it stick because I've had that conversation with them multiple times and nothing changes. So, you know what? I'm going to play to their guilt side because I know my son's a little softy. So I'm going to play to that, that side. I, side. I, I just – I will say though that like when you're doing any kind of behavioral modification, you have to be – Calculated with what you're doing nah. to the nth degree. That's too you, tough, you, man. You, you, you have what though? Calculate it in terms of who, who, and who's no, opinion, man. man. This is a massive chess game, and you can't let these motherfuckers get it's a chess one. Game and you you can't checkers, give them an up. inch. No, you can't give them a damn. It's a chess game, and we're all playing chess. Give him a rope. He wants to be a cowboy. No, man. No. You can- <laughs> I think you. I, I think that maybe you're overconfident in the fact that you can be like. How can we? How can we? We, we play this chessboard. Oh man! Like it's a chessboard. We're all like we're literally playing tic tac toe. Listen, with, like, there's like, some line stepping motherfuckers. They're trying to figure out how far that line goes, and you have to be. You mean kids? Yes. Okay. You have to be calculated to make it so that they don't even want to push that line. You have to be calculated so that your response to give me an example, just so I know, like, when they like, push that line, that 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 they don't think about pushing that line again without. Incurring some sort of damage through that whole process. It's just a calculating. It's like you almost have to have like fucking IBM Watson figure all this give shit out. I'm curious. Please give me an example. Like, is this no. how you think? Is this no. how you approach? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll give you a very simple example. Yeah, please do. Um, say your kid doesn't want to eat. Okay, mm-hmm. they're they're giving you grief about wanting to eat. Mm-hmm. They're giving you grief about. Like you, Whose you kids have, a, have that problem? <laughs> what is this for to me? Really? My little tanks at home? <laughs> <laughs> all they do with me? Yeah, so... Yeah, trying to keep my fridge stocked all the time. That's funny. That's funny. So, so yeah, so you might, you might have to be calculated about how you go about making them try to eat without yelling at them, without... With uh, trying to be able to explain to them in a way that's that's constructive, without getting upset that they're not eating, potentially making it so that, like, there's so many different facets that you have to almost think about depending on what they are or aren't doing. Like, it's your kid wants to fast, bro. Yeah. Like just I, I never wanted to eat as a kid because I just no wanted to kid play. wanted to I just eat. Wanted I don't to know what this play. guy's talking I don't about. I just wanted to play. Are you kidding? I just wanted to play. I ate yeah. So my parents would say, That's my "Kids dog. in the Philippines would are would die to eat this." Right. Finish your fucking food. And what if you still didn't eat it? There's gotta be times where you're just like, "Fuck that!" I'm not. I don't remember, but like, I didn't I give a shit. 
Exactly. Didn't you didn't give a shit. shit. So, <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you gotta be mad calculated. Like, if you go at it, like, really simply with a blunt hammer, you're not gonna get the results, and you're still potentially driving them further away from eating. Right? You what might be taking the action. Yo, yo, no. you know what this is? This is like me telling you <laughs> that my kids sleep fine and your kids are having some all kinds of issues. And I'm like, yo, nigga, what you talking about? The kids, the kids just sleep just fine. Yo, all you gotta do is put them in the crib. These motherfuckers are gonna go to sleep. This guy just just can't wait to ask him about why they can't eat. That's his question. I'm sorry. You know what this is? You know what this is? Okay. Occasionally my kid doesn't eat, but like why is that a problem? Like if you just if you didn't force them to eat, yeah. they would eventually want to eat. That's no, no, well hundred percent. I, I that's why I tried to say it was a mundane example that that probably isn't really the best. But it's like if you're trying to really get someone to do something, it's a lot harder than you think. If you're trying to get someone to actually exhibit a certain behavior, it's chess. It's not checkers. And the second you think that you're going to get them to exhibit a certain behavior by one action or two actions, you have to be like calculated with that shit. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm trying to say. Whether it's eating, whether it's whatever it happens to be. If you want your kids to, to go from A to B and their destination isn't B, it's fucking C or D. And you're trying to get them to B. If you try and sledgehammer that home... The, it's the more chance you're going to actually drive them towards C. You're going to drive them away from B and towards C. And so that's all I'm trying to say is it, it's like a calculated game. It's a really chess calculated game where you any time you drive it home, like, help? yo, these kids from Philippines don't got shit. You better fucking Everything. eat. Yeah. If, if you that's think, one technique that you tried, but don't you think that any of the other things we tried today don't, don't help? Like, like, yeah. like, like, like recruiting your friends, be like, but that's that, that, but that's calculated. That you're you're that's a calculated fucking move. Yeah. That's calculated. Imagine all the work that has to do just to make that one move. I see what you mean. You know what I mean? mean? But uh, I don't know. But doesn't it have to do a little bit with age? Because I think like if you said like the guilt trip thing, not the guilt. I don't want to label it so negatively. The guilt trip thing. Like if you said to someone that was maybe five or four years old, they might not totally understand. You know what I mean? As opposed to like saying like older oh, starving kids in other countries and stuff like that might not register with them that how it is. You know what I mean? If I'm gonna tell my kids to eat, they're gonna eat out of fear. That's it. It's the only reason why they're truly gonna eat if they don't want to. Ooh, I think that's a good discussion topic. I'm gonna cut it right here, boys, but I think that's a, another good discussion topic for us to dig into. I'll remember that one. But in any case, let's finish up with uh, our golden nuggets, boys. What do you think? Top my, golden my, nugget. My golden nugget, I, I I had a couple, but uh, the the two that that I really liked, uh, and I'll end with the one that I liked probably a little bit. I don't know. I, I like them both equally. The one that you said about uh, about grab, or maybe it was you. One of you guys said uh, about uh, grabbing, uh, you know, grabbing the friend and getting the friend to actually exhibit that behavior or whatever. And uh, I thought that was cool. Mm. And then the other one was uh, like the four points this guy pulled out of his ass. Five, five. Ah, it was kind of a loose breath thing. was harder than you think. I think it probably is harder than I think, but it's still something that I might try one day. Yeah. And so that's why it's one of my golden yeah. nuggets. Yeah, it's one oh, of those. Yeah. And then, uh, and then the, the thing that he pulled out where it was um, 
Yeah, I don't know the four points. I, I'm sure you probably can't even remember the four points. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, like uh, you know, try try and explain it, accept it. I, I don't even remember the four points, but it sounded real good when you were saying it. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Yo, that was a golden nugget for me. It sounded real good. Made an impact on my day. <laughs> I, it just made me feel that you know what? Just because you can't control or push somebody in a specific direction, eventually you're gonna have to accept mm-hmm. the choices that they've made and then try and support them yep. in the best way that you can and then that that felt to me like that that was an important takeaway from the whole conversation so i appreciated that 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 that, that outlook how about you boys my my golden nugget is uh, what rico said which just gave me some he didn't say but he said it in his text which was the the point uh-huh. um that and in these situations like how my daughter becoming a stripper and whatever else at the end of the day that's kind of a me problem it's not a them problem if it's their goal and it's what they want to do that's going to make them happy it's only because i don't want it because mm-hmm. it's going to make me unhappy mm-hmm. and so it's only it's not so it's not serving myself so at the end of the day it's me accepting mm-hmm. of what they want to do rather than me trying to get them to conform to what my idealism is so to speak cool. so, love it how about you guys i uh i wrote uh creating better system creating better systems based on what you said as an entrepreneur I know exactly what it feels like trying to figure figure shit out and uh, there's a lot that you gotta do you know try to being a one man show so yeah being able to create, create better systems being able to delegate and trust others to do the job and not feeling like you have to have every fucking you know hand in there uh, that's huge to me because that's literally what I'm kind of going through right now Love it. And then, as well as uh, just starting with your purpose, because that is going to help you start with complete why, the fucking goal. So start with why. Yeah. Uh, little little quick tip for you there: when you're delegating, trust but verify. Yeah, that'll save you from a lot of mistakes. Trust but verify. So I'm going to trust, but I'm just going to do a quick check in and just be like, "What did you do, real quick?" Okay, great. Trust but verify first. It'll save you a lot of pain. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But you boys. I, well, I think that would come naturally. For me, it's very hard for me to delegate things mm-hmm. off, but I think that that comes naturally because I want to see of course, what was done, right? Not to micromanage, but uh, yeah. uh, for me, honestly, like uh, I, I have tons of, tons of goals in my life. Um, and uh, kind of when you started talking, Ryan, I was like, I, I was evaluating my goals because when you added the smart er, so I really like that er. Mm. I, I, really I do like too, that. actually. That was um, another that was another goal yeah. for me. The review, uh, nice. so yeah. I felt like I automatically did that, but I didn't realize it. Sorry yeah. to cut you off. Oh no, it's okay. So that that really stood out. But then I was thinking about my own personal goals, and I'm kind of reviewing them on the sidelines here, and. Uh, I think my goals suck. Mm, cool. Yeah, I, I feel think, you, bro. I think they suck. Cool. <laughs> I love it, though. And, uh, Why do you think they suck? It's not good enough. Like, um, you have let's, a direct let's, example. What are your goals? Let's take that after dark. Let's wrap this up. Let's take that after dark. Let's not dig into that. We'll dig into that after. Yeah, my goals suck, and I'm going to uh, have to evaluate them. And... Uh, and uh, what is it? Pivot? I gotta, <laughs> no, not pivot. pivot. I, just gotta, I gotta fix them. I gotta love fix them. Funny. Yeah. Cool. Great. That's what I got. Um, I like the E in your smart herb. Make them exciting. Like that's that's yeah, that's cool too. Really cool because you're just leveraging the, the pleasure aspect of it, and that will incorporate. I think that in itself kind of incorporates the purpose aspect, right? Like mm-hmm. the things that excite you are generally because that's like 
I don't know. That's part of who you are. You are, you've already internalized that, you know, like certain things excite me that wouldn't excite you and certain things in, in your business, your career, your job excite you that I just, it's foreign to me, mm-hmm. but that's cause that's like who you are. Right. So if you can incorporate that into your goals and yeah. you've already won. I'm so. an emotion, man. Don't just go too logically. So try to get cool. some emotion out of that. So right? cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, I think that was my main golden nugget. Well, the other thing I, I will walk away from the conversation questioning is like I said, the top down aspect, but now I'm wondering like, can goals become essentially have it become purpose, right? And in what sense have mine already made that progression? Great so, introspection, man. Cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's neat. And maybe maybe I can leverage that in some way towards other goals that are secondary, tangible things that I can measure. Right? Love so I, I'm, I'm appreciative of that conversation. If I can but, add to that too, because I remember you saying for people, like I think what this was during our like hit the snooze kind of button mm, talk yeah. or whatever like that, and it's because you're... Your goals aren't exciting you enough to wake up. That's right. And it was that... Uh, totally. Yeah, totally yeah, great point. Great point. <laughs> My golden nugget real quick was Rico's. It was just the... the Like, just the feeling that the very, again, like, physiological response he had there, which was like a... Like, just of acceptance. And sometimes we, we want to fight something so bad. We, we want to fight for it. But sometimes we literally have to resign ourselves to just accept. And accepting is not only good, you mentioned it, like you're like, for my own resilience, for my own mental health, I had to accept it. Yes, you know, if you can't accept it for, for them, accept it for yourself at the, at, the, at the least, right? Accept it for your own mental health to let that go. That was a huge takeaway for me, man. So I really, really appreciate that one. That was super cool. But that is this week's episode of Brain Jiu-Jitsu, the Brain Jiu-Jitsu crew. Sorry, we uh, lost the video. Now we're only on audio. That was my bad, my fault. I'll uh, make sure that doesn't happen again. But uh, I know, terrible, man. Terrible. Brutal. All right, but uh, we don't forget, if you're looking at the Aura Ring, that's AuraRing.com slash RRX. Next week, we'll uh, hopefully have a new winner and we'll uh, dethrone Rico. Who's it going to be? Sean or me? Listen, Probably not. All, right. we, all we need to do is lay down. We're going to fucking beat this guy. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We got this shit. I love it. <laughs> all right. That's this week's episode of Brain Jitsu. For the Brain Jitsu crew, it's Arlen, nice. Rico, Sean, Ryan, Steve, and James. Catch you all back here next week. Take it easy. Hey, that was fun, Peace, boys. Guys. That was fun.